Welcome to the Recycle Podcast, where we discuss everyday issues from a mental health perspective. We are your hosts, Dr. LaFanya Jones, Dr. Rashonda Strickland, and Dr. Nichelle Wall. Now don't get it twisted. We're not going to be your stereotypical therapists. What we will be is down to earth, informative, a little spicy, and vulnerable. All right, interns, turn up the volume, grab your pen and paper. It's supervision time. As a reminder, this podcast is not meant to take the place of a relationship with a licensed mental health professional. Welcome back to session 35, Movie Mental Breakdown, Malcolm and Marie 2021. Okay, so just a little disclaimer for everybody out there if we sound slightly muffled or you hear some scratchiness uh, in the background it is because uh, Dr. Jones myself and Dr. Wall are all in the process of recovering from COVID and we are masked uh, up in here today so mask on on. (laughs) (laughs) so we trying to make sure we staying safe and no worries all of us are okay we mm-hmm. are just making sure we're being safe right now. Yep. But, but we had to bring y'all to, you know, we had been talking about this session for a whole month. And I was like, no, we got to record. We got to record. This. <laughs> <laughs> so I know we're here because we love y'all. See what we do. <laughs> okay. So Malcolm and Marie. So we hope you guys have already seen the film. Uh, if not, you might want to pause so you don't have <laughs> the spoilers. Yes. Uh, so you know what in the world is going on. Cause this one is probably, uh, it's a new film. So mm-hmm. like we said before, this is something that we're all kind of experiencing together. Mm-hmm. Um, and this movie here is, I feel like it's not, I don't think it's necessarily going to be a difficult breakdown, but because it's, there's only one setting really. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And two actors, two actors. And although there are different scenes, Mm -hmm. technically it's just one continuous (laughs) monologue. Yeah. Yeah. Dialogue between two people. Attitude. Yeah. All of the above. (laughs) All of it. And what I've seen online about this movie, you either loved it or you hated it. I don't think there was yeah. any in between mm-hmm. when it comes to this movie. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I mean, I feel like um, not to go too far into the movie yet. I feel like it was a great representation of toxic communication and oh, relationships. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so for anybody saying, you know, I heard a lot of this online. This is not how relationships go. This is mm. not. I said, well, they yes, obviously haven't come to a therapy session. <laughs> mm-hmm. it's like, yes, yes, it is. yes it This is. type of communication is what we see a lot of times. It may not necessarily be to this level of toxicity or it could be beyond this level of toxicity. But this is real. Yes. Real life. Art imitating life. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. Mm-hmm. I will say the only thing that was not quite, if you want to say real, um, in the film was I think the way they spoke to each other like the type of words that they used you know they used a lot of big oh it yeah. would be a specific type of couple mm-hmm. yeah would talk like this to each other mm-hmm. yeah like they used a lot of big words they and did. a lot of like allegory and you know all, all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. but outside just the dynamics that they presented to one each other uh, yes for mm-hmm. sure I've seen 
many couples that have talked to each other like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. I definitely agree. <laughs> uh, and one of the other things that I liked about this film, um, I thought it was a beautiful movie. I, I thought the choice of black and white uh, yeah. was a perfect choice mm-hmm. for this film. Yes. I, I don't think that I, a I color would have done too. justice to it. Yes. I think it would have, for, to me, I think it would have taken away from the message in mm-hmm. my, in my yes. perspective. Cause it, it was like, there's so much, it's so much mm-hmm. to unpack. Like it's the black and white, not really being black and white. It's really a grayscale. It's the fact that she's light skin. He's dark. It's like so many different layers upon layers mm-hmm. upon layers. And I was like very appreciative of the visual representation, like of the angst that they were like, Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be all poetic this session. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just like, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm glad. And that, one of the things I'm glad Dr. Strickland just mentioned is how she felt about the film because I read a lot of, you know, different reviews mm-hmm. on how people were feeling about the film. And I actually liked it. I, I loved did too. it. Yeah. I did too. I mean, but we are different. It, yeah. True. True. That, true. That. True. Um, I, I actually liked it. And, and when I first watched it, I was like, oh my God, this is. Ooh, I'm just I'm just up there. I'm up there with you. What? What? Now, what you saying is, now? It is heavy, y'all. So <laughs> yeah, like, I don't recommend warning. you watching this until you are in a place to really watch something. Mm-hmm. That's not to shy away from like seeing the film because it's not gonna be like to the level of like for colored girls or something. Seeing mm-hmm. that level of craziness, but it is it's emotionally. T- it can be yeah Yeah. it can be draining it is and and you know what the thing is when i was thinking about it because i watched the end of it again today and when i was thinking about it i was like you know people were talking about how exhaustive this um, movie was and how you know they didn't like it for whatever reasons and i was like you know to me this is this was them being able to be unapologetically black Mm mm-hmm and yeah. say what they needed to say. All now, granted, parts of it. All, yes. Yes. And and my thing is when people, and this is just my opinion, I'm not criticizing anybody's opinion of the movie, but when people say this is exhausting, I don't like it and blah, blah, blah. The thing is, to me, that's what black people bring to conversations. Yeah. That's how we express ourselves. Mm-hmm. We have that energy, which is why they say that we're too much. Mm-hmm. And for me, I feel like if you're trying to tell me that I'm too much in my communication, then you need to get away from me because mm-hmm. I don't need to soften who I am just to make you feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not to say that you don't need to have boundaries because you do got to have boundaries, right. which they did not have right. in the film. But mm. the, just the being the able energy to express that's oh, yeah. that's the the thing that i believe mm-hmm. dr jones mm-hmm. is saying mm-hmm. that. oh yeah and the energy the being able to express and the energy that they brought because we're be- we're very expressive yes yeah. i agree with you i had not thought about the unapologetically black part mm-hmm. i, mean, I kind of i didn't let me backtrack what i was about to say i thought about it but not necessarily in those specific terms mm-hmm. um because i when i was watching this film um the first time i uh watched it I watched it by myself and then the second time I watched it my spouse was with me and that was something that we had um said like you know this is very interesting to see this how a black couple interacts Mm -hmm. with each other and like you own because they're the only two actors in this film Mm -hmm. you know you get to really see the potential behind how a black couple 
really kind of mm-hmm. deals with each other again we all know this is more on the toxic end of this mm-hmm. but yes you know how we speak to one another mm-hmm. and uh we'll talk about this later in the film but i was just thinking about how they were kind of going in on the um the reviewer, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, the, mm-hmm. some of the stuff that they said, you wouldn't say that out in public. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mm-hmm. like they right. were doing all that kind of stuff. So I think people are so like flabbergasted by seeing such an over toxic relationship that they kind of miss some of the nuances within mm-hmm. the relationship. Cause in my mind, not one time was I like, Oh, this is going to end. <laughs> not mm-hmm. one time. I was like, okay. Mm-hmm. This, this it was what, just this what fight. they do. Mm-hmm. This what okay, mm-hmm. hours long fight. Okay, mm-hmm. because that's because, that's reality, right? Because oh, you, yeah. you you think well, and I know I'm getting ahead of what we're going to be talking <laughs> about, but if you think about it, <laughs> when you are having an argument, you process what somebody said, and then you like, you know what? Uh-uh, no, I'm not finished. No, uh-huh, this, yeah. you know so what you I mean. Continue that uh, dialogue, internal dialogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah even though it's just you in there. <laughs> you know, you continue all that in your head and then you're like, oh, I should have said mm-hmm. this. Now let me go, go back. back. Yep. Because <laughs> I'm telling you, when we get to that tub scene, girl, Man. I was about to say, I'm about to not like Paula and <laughs> what's his, his what's his daddy name um uh denzel denzel son i'm about to he about to be on the level of michael ely was for a few years mm, mm. <laughs> i told you how my mama feel about danny glover mm-hmm. yes yeah <laughs> he ain't him. never recover <laughs> i mean he done played a few bad guys i said so yeah. you did you had one don't okay. do no more <laughs> right right because this was this was this was a lot it you was. need to have some some space. Give me some room first. I need Boy. you to love a mm-hmm. black woman in your next film. So. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Man. Gently. <laughs> okay. We need one of them notebook movies. Right. <laughs> wow. All uh, right. <laughs> okay. So I don't know if we're going to be able to co- say scenes in this movie. I tried I my. about argument. <laughs> I mean, that's the scenes. Essentially. Yeah, I did. But the room. Yeah. 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 I kind of broke it down as best I could by scene. But uh, so it starts off with they are coming home from, I wasn't sure if this was an award show. It was or a preview. premiere. A premiere. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, so we didn't say the actors. Oh, we oh. sure didn't. Well, there's only two. <laughs> Thank God. Uh, there is Zendaya, mm-hmm. which I have no idea what Zendaya's last name is. Cause she, she just goes by Zendaya. Zendaya. Mm-hmm. She's uh, one, uh, one word. One word name yes yeah. thank you uh, so <laughs> zendaya and then john david washington uh and we will not reference him in based off of his parent no he is we'll his own, reference his by own both, person though yeah he do, is his own person because he's big on that he hates that everybody calls him denzel washington's son and never references his mother mm-hmm. which is paula miss paula washington yes. because both of them are beautiful actors in their own right and beautiful and their own vocalist line. and all of that absolutely uh so these are the only two uh actors in this film mm-hmm. uh it was i want to say written and directed by sam levinson yeah. yes which is a white man ironically i know <laughs> i saw that on <laughs> some of the like post-credit scenes yeah. i mean well online yeah and i was like what which mm-hmm. i'm okay with because i'm I like i it. need some allies mm-hmm. yeah I love we it. can't do everything we we've been trying to do everything we i need us to have some allies so yeah. i'm good with that i mm-hmm. appreciated it because i think he still told a raw story mm-hmm. um that was filled with emotion mm-hmm. um and didn't stereotype or like you know pathology no. 
Well, it did kind of pathologize. It talks about it, it. Yeah. Yeah. But I did appreciate uh-huh. that. And yeah. also, everybody, this was the official first film of quarantine. They filmed this at the beginning of quarantine. They were the first to do it. And you see that it worked. It, of course, they only had them two and then whoever was in the, the filming. The production. Uh, production and stuff like that. But they, they will go down in history as one of the, the first to do that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. So they arrive home from the premiere and... Mm-hmm. You can already see the differing dynamics between the two of them. <laughs> yes. I was like, man, I wish we would have had a snippet of the car ride uh-huh. on the way there. But you can see it's two totally different energies when they walk in the house. Oh, yes. Like he, I, I, I loved his little groove though. He done put on <laughs> some James Brown and yes. got his little, whatever he was drinking, that his little dance groove, except for the, you know, jumping in the ceiling part. The other part, the yeah. little dance <laughs> when groove, he, he was getting he scared it. the crap. I said, oh Lord. I where is he? <laughs> Cause this house is full of, uh, Glass. windows and stuff yeah. so i was like oh my god it's a very uh mid-century modern type of house very exposed so. <laughs> but i also quick note is when you watch this movie there's going to be a juxtaposition between the music oh my and god what yeah. is going on in the scene and they are never doing <laughs> what the music is suggesting <laughs> that they should be doing it's like the polar opposite whether it is good or bad mm-hmm. i was like the whoever chose the music for this film did a phenomenal job yes because mm-hmm. When they play, uh, well, we'll get to it. Yes. (laughs) Okay. But they come in and you can see two different energies. He Mm -hmm. is on cloud nine. You Mm -hmm. know, he just had his premiere. He feeling himself. He had to party. He'd been drinking. You know, he is feeling good. And she is, I don't know, frustrated. I feel frustrated Mm -hmm. when the first. Mm -hmm. And she's sober. Mm -hmm. That's Uh the other thing. Mm -hmm. Yes. Because of. Of, we'll, we'll get to yeah. that because of later parts <laughs> yeah um but you can already see like she coming in she immediately she going to the bathroom mm-hmm. like you know what I'm, I'm about ready to go to bed mm-hmm. uh you know and i was like he's already drunk because <laughs> <laughs> they had the after party uh-huh and then you go home and drink some more yeah I was like, this is already a recipe for a disaster uh-huh. <laughs> yes uh-huh. in the yeah. making yeah and you know, one of the things <laughs> I had to pause it and talk to my fiance about this because um, he had the music blasting mm-hmm. and he yelled, "Baby, you look good tonight." We had a whole ride home together. You ain't say that. You didn't say that. And so I told my significant other, I said, "Let me tell you something." <laughs> 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 I said, "Do not do that." If I need, because at that point, when you have to yell it at me, it takes out the substance for me mm. because now you're just saying it like, yeah, I know yeah. you in a good mood, you know, cool. All right. You celebrating. All right. We had a whole car ride home. You could have told me that then. It's the ignoring his partner for me. Mm. I was like, did you tell her before y'all left? Right. <laughs> but I that. mean, we're going to unpack that and we're going to find that there is a lot that marie does for malcolm that goes without noticed any recognition mm-hmm. like and it i mean that is something that you often see in traditional relationships and i will honestly say in this particular movie they had a very traditional relationship because mm-hmm. she's essentially a kept woman mm-hmm. yeah you know even though i'm not saying she ain't bringing a lot to the table because we find out later that she really did bring a lot to the table because that's not the original mm-hmm. picture that was being painted right, right. so Mm. so you know she comes out the bathroom and proceeds to 
start making him some macaroni and cheese because he want this nasty craft blue box blues but do you want salted butter salted i said who's i ain't never even thought of that right me neither (laughs) to ask that i'm just putting the butter in there i'm like do you which type of noodles do you want so i can make it right right okay and the cheese and the yeah you want that asiago (laughs) (laughs) noodles You want it vegan or you want it full yes. fledged? Yes. <laughs> you yeah. know, so and he's I, still oblivious to the fact that something is wrong with her. Completely, mm-hmm. completely oblivious. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's kissing all on her, and I said, "Baby, that face right there that she was making." I said, the "Anybody spank. that's ever been in a long term relationship, there are, there are going to be moments where you do not want to be intimate with your partner. It just is what it is." Mm-hmm. And every person has made that face at one point in time. <laughs> he was not reading the <laughs> he room. He was no her body, the her face, nothing, nothing, no. Nothing. no. But no. I, now, what I will say, John David, don't you ever bite her booty like that again? Because <laughs> I was like, wait, I, I can't focus. I didn't lost. I was, I was like, this man is touching her body. Yeah, <laughs> like for like, real. I wasn't expecting this. I was like, oh, this little Zan- Zandit. What's the baby name? Zendaya. Zendaya. <laughs> I was like, oh. But I was like, get it, girl. Because I love her as an actress. Like, mm-hmm. she, yeah, she's, she's really, really doing her thing. Yeah, yeah she's Because there is some controversy around this movie because About she's a young girl. Yeah. Well, I said, okay, if this was a white girl, it wouldn't be no problem. Because how many young white girls are in movies? Bridgerton. Bridgerton. With I mean, older. Girl, I, a lot I, older. I, I had to. Well, prime we, we prime example. I know this is off topic. Prime example is uh the Scarlet Witch in the MCU. She mm. is that is um the Olsen twins baby sister wow. and yeah. she dating in the movie this old actor. Yeah. Wow. I mean he's not a real person, but you get what I'm mm-hmm. saying. But he's way he's older old. than her in context. Wow. So I was like, yeah, yeah, I didn't understand that. the controversy around this movie They're surrounding acting. that. My <laughs> thing is she's an adult. That was my thing. She's an adult. And and she, even if she wasn't, she, she has parents that consent be yeah. on top of her through her whole career for once. Mm. And my thing is, not only is she an adult, it's not like she's a barely legal adult, right? You know, she's grown, she, grown, right? Like if she was eighteen, because I think he's thirty six in real life. Mm, yeah. And I was like, if she was eighteen, I'd be like, she I mean, it makes me uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. She's in her mid twenties. Mm-hmm. So and she like, been she not new to this. Like right. y'all, she been acting since she was a baby. Yeah, I, I just didn't understand it. Right. And the thing is, they did. It's not even like they even had sex. They right. did nothing inappropriate for a relationship. Right. Nothing. She gave willingly of her body. He was given willingly of his body, and they still, even though it was more the intensity that they were giving than really what they were doing, mm-hmm. nothing was inappropriate. What, right. We didn't right. get into no BDSM. We didn't nothing. get into no none of that. Right. Yeah, I didn't understand it either. Yeah. But he is trying to, you know, tap that, and <laughs> she is like yeah. her facial expression M-F-A, is not happy. No. She's sick of him mm-hmm. and everything. Because he's ranting about, well, he's first happy. Mm-hmm. But in the midst of his happiness, he starts going on and on about elitism and racism and all this kind of stuff. Not realizing that in the midst of the argument, he is also embodying all, all of, of that. that. Mm-hmm. I was like, this man is so oblivious. Mm-hmm. I was like, this, if he get any more narcissistic, I'm not going to make it. Mm-hmm. This is the first 10 minutes of the movie. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And, and the one, one of the other parts that I found 
disturbing to my soul (laughs) (laughs) is the fact that he started, he said that he created a film that knocked them off their feet. And he started identifying all of these white people that gave him praise for Mm -hmm. the movie. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, you know, the, the thing that irks me about black people is that we don't feel like we have arrived until white people say, Oh, it was great. It was validation. Yeah. You need validation from white people. Yeah. First of all, I don't feel like we need valid. When you, my thing is when you create something, you stepped out and to create it. I don't care if it was a scarf. I don't care. It was a mask. (laughs) You did it. So regardless of whether or not you get validation from anybody, you did it. Mm -hmm. Now, -hmm. granted the point of it is for people to like it, but you're, but the thing is, it does not have to be a a be all when white people say, Oh, you gave gave you that validation. Mm -hmm. True. But we live in a very, I mean, we all know this. We live in a very supremacist society. Mm-hmm. So everything is all, that's the standard that everything is based off of. Yeah. And I get that, but we need to change that. Oh, of course. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you gotta think 100% agree. Oscars, mm-hmm. Emmys, like all these types of awards and stuff have been around for a minute. And we just now starting to dismantle a lot of these things in the last five years. Mm-hmm. It's 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. <laughs> you know Both what I'm you saying? Ladies are like, saying some just, great points. It's just yeah. crazy, you know. But yeah. I mean, also there is this thing where and I'm not bashing nobody because I got six beautiful black men that are brothers to me, um, biological brothers. But there is this thing where you see that black men do need to feel validated by white people Mm -hmm. and you see that the main person that he always wanted to be validated by was this particular white White woman woman, the la Mm -hmm. times reporter in um you know their circles or whatever now he doesn't bash or talk crazy about Mm -hmm. it but he still desires that Mm -hmm. uh appropriate uh response Mm -hmm. and so you do see that you see how like his girls over here like you fine ain't it like calm down like she (laughs) gave you a good review like why are you and you still trying to like tear it down well this was even before he Uh even got the review oh true (laughs) oh that's right we we skipping y'all we told you it was gonna be yeah because this movie is a hot mess everything kind (laughs) of it's a beautiful hot mess let me say that but it all kind of intertwines and and weaves together Mm -hmm. so please forgive us if there is going to be some jumping around if you've seen the film then you'll understand kind of why we may be doing that yeah. mm-hmm. um, because they also throw back to earlier points in the movie, uh-huh. um, which is just kind of how people argue. You throw, yeah. you, you you know, why are you bringing up old stuff? Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's just how we do. Right. Yeah. But I can appreciate in that opening scene with her cooking uh, the craft uh, mac and cheese and stuff, there's still a level of her, she pissed off and she's not communicating why she's pissed off yet, but I can mm-hmm. appreciate the fact that she is trying to hold him accountable without messing his night up. I wrote that in my notes. I said, she tried. <laughs> mm-hmm. She was like, look, I don't want to talk about this right now. Uh-huh. And, and that's what I was going to bring that. Because when we got you don't to that know point. how to deescalate. Exactly. And I said, exactly. I was like, dude, she literally not even 10 seconds ago said, you don't know how to deescalate and then turned around and immediately started escalating. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, and then you can tell that there are two different types of arguments. He want to get into it right now and talk for 500 hours and not say nothing. And then she's somebody that want to wait 
until everybody has simmered down and not probably say everything that she needs to say. So bo- neither one of them are completely correct in right. their, their styles, but you do have to mesh them together. Mm-hmm. Because one of the things that I, I didn't appreciate about her is that she kept saying nothing was wrong. True, but then, which is wrong. Uh, right, which, <laughs> which is wrong. So, it, you know, one of the things that I said about that was that at least if she would have said, you know, there is some things that I need to talk to you about, um, about tonight, but I don't want to discuss it right now because I want you to have your celebratory mm-hmm. night or, you know, however she needed yeah, to word right. it in a healthy way, mm-hmm. then th- I think he, maybe he would not have escalated like Dr. Strickland was saying. I think he would have escalated. Because he, 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 he was can, already on that brown. And, you know what was. I mean? So, <laughs> That's true. And, he, and pr- I, he started pressuring. Yes. Because he was like, well, well n- I don't want to talk about no what the, what is it? Mm-hmm. What is that it? That ain't what you want, Malcolm. And right. Then, you know, and then he started... um saying well you're angry like telling her oh, what she was yeah. feeling oh you know, y'all know that's a pet peeve yes. well, you're, you're angry he went you're angry. down he read her yes fulfilled Talk, called her crazy psychotic yeah unstable he was baiting her to make her go where he wanted her to go mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you well, know she literally said you don't know how to de-escalate right yeah and she said that this is not we're not ready for this right now mm-hmm. like yeah. Yeah, he sh- and that was one of the things that I put in my notes too. Like he pressured her to talk about something that she was not either one ready to talk about or knew that it wasn't the right time because of the night. Yeah, and you've been drinking, right? So you're not even like gonna really hear what exactly. I'm saying anyway. anyway. And I think sometimes people forget, like maybe the person that you're arguing with or about to argue with, they don't got their thoughts together. So it's not always about you. And I mean, like from the stance of I'm trying to protect you. No, I'm trying to figure out what it is. I actually am not okay with right. so that I can properly communicate that. Mm-hmm. And so you can see the war within in each of these characters like they battling some some, some stuff, deep stuff and yeah. things yeah mm-hmm. um, from their past and you know the weird thing about this argument initiating was what we were talking about previously is her not being seen mm. and being ignored or yeah. him not noticing something and then we come find out that that's really what happened because he kind of just has not given her her just due in this whole situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I had I put that their f- the first argument, I mean now granted they were kind of banting back and forth, but the first argument was started um about her being angry about Taylor. Oh yeah. Cuz he called her um no, meek. Yes, meek. That's what it was. I was like, what was the word? <laughs> he called her meek. Mm-hmm. Um which I was like, what? And then, <laughs> <laughs> but then later on he said, um, oh, I can't remember, was this at this moment or was this later? Oh, I have to look at my note. Oh, it's a little bit later when he said, uh, I didn't cheat on you. Mm-hmm. And I was like, where did that come from? Mm-hmm. I was like, how you just throw, like you just randomly. And she was like, I didn't ask you that. Like, I didn't say that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, he makes a lot of assumptions throughout this film like a lot of assumptions Mm -hmm, like you're assuming that she's angry which okay you don't have you're not showing the emotional intelligence to look at the difference between the types of feelings that she could be feeling in this moment you're telling her what she's feeling then you're gaslighting her saying that you know she's crazy she's psychotic she's delusional Mm -hmm. um and all these other things that he was saying uh 
the whole time. And then you throw out, well, uh, you're reading into a situation and she's like, well, no, I'm not. (laughs) Yeah. And for anybody that's ever dated a black woman, if we ask in a question before we start, like the conversation, we didn't already figured it out (laughs) because she started it with, how do you see me? Hmm. Like she started that conversation with that, and that was because she really was like, "Let me let me sit back and see if yeah. he really gonna hang himself on this situation." And because he was, whether he didn't feel like it or he just didn't have the depth in that moment, because you know, like we had said, he has been drinking. Obviously, he couldn't go there, and it's, mm-hmm. and that's when he was like baiting her, tearing her down, and things of that nature. And it was just sad, but she was. In that same, this part of that scene was saying, um, what is it? It's not until you're about to lose someone that you actually care about them. Mm-hmm. And that goes back to her feeling taken for granted. Yeah. 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 I thought the, one of the things I did appreciate about this film was that she calls him out throughout the entire movie. Yes. Like she just calls him on his BS each and every time. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, one of the, I'm sorry. Yeah, go ahead, Dr. Oh, I was saying, even though he like, annihilates her with you know in all these different ways mm-hmm. she still is like oh but let me tell you about you real quick mm-hmm. you know like you're not as um high and mighty as you think you are mm-hmm. so one of the things that i did not like about her style of i guess argument is that she like you were saying earlier would bring stuff this is how you always treat me those um absolute words mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that to me that means that you have you you've been holding on to this this yeah. is like you a yeah. ticking time bomb right now so mm-hmm. now you about to get mm-hmm. everything now that we having this oh i'm gonna tell you everything mm-hmm. and which, well they did say that at one point yeah and and that's the thing that's how you lose that's why we we we've identified them having like 10 different arguments and five in one argument right because they bring that she was bring well they both do they, it. yeah they both were bringing things from past and their history and even not only their history with each other the history with other people other people into this argument when we get to that scene i was like oh he won't hurt her but i think also this is this this is the part of the scene where it comes out from uh marie that this movie is based off of her life as an yes. addict. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he denies it. He mm-hmm. said this is inspired from a, a variety of people. And he'll say that again later in, mm-hmm. the, in the bathtub scene. But we find out that, okay, Marie has battled with addiction and yeah. um, attempting suicide and just different things, depression, and just not a good life at all. Mm-hmm. And he grew up in a very wealthy and affluent uh, family and kind of silver spooned it yeah mm-hmm. yeah I wrote some stuff about that when we get to that part <laughs> but what I found interesting about him the so at this part in the film he's eating the mac and cheese that she's cooked him girl uh and I was like look at the like positioning in this film all the time he's gaslighting the f out of her mm-hmm. in this this moment and I'm like but look at you sitting there eating that mac and cheese like a madman <laughs> That I'm, she made for that you. That she That's, made for you. The mm-hmm. way he was stabbing that stuff in there. With in the a, unsalted butter for your cholesterol. Okay. <laughs> and so she's still looking out for your health. <laughs> and she mad. <laughs> she mad. First of all, she cooked it. Because had it been me. I mean, first of all, it's 
craft babe just put the water in there and like mix it up like <laughs> first of all well you know the thing that i i thought she said she was hungry that she hadn't eaten Mm-mm. no she no, said he, he was hungry but she said she hadn't eaten uh since one o'clock i don't think maybe then either of them had eaten maybe but not she yeah. probably wasn't hungry i mean she probably was over it by yeah then. she was fuming by then yeah oh i skipped on the part where he um said when she was saying uh, you know it's fine it's fine it's fine and then she said well i changed my mind that, that that's when he really started like oh, how, how you gonna like, change your mind yeah you're just psychotic da, da, da. and what he didn't understand was she was like well i was so what i took away from that scene was she was really trying to process it and like okay let me just deal with it and protect but, him yes but other people started picking at the the scab that's what i was getting. Mm-hmm. yes you know she was saying well everybody was coming up to me you know saying and taylor coming up to her who she already has some insecurities around anyway right came up to her and said whatever i can't remember what she said i'm not even getting ready to try to find it in my notes because mm-hmm. i wrote it down mm-hmm. but she, taylor said whatever she said and that's probably when she started thinking like she what? told her um don't don't, don't fu- read into yeah don't much. read don't read into it okay that's what mm-hmm. i wrote because i wrote right here taylor said don't read into it mm-hmm. and then that's when he came back with the i didn't cheat on you thing the guilt yeah there probably was some cheating i ain't gonna lie so not like sexual but more like emotional cheating or mm-hmm. whatever because he seems to be that type of person yeah yeah i i that that was a pivotal uh point to me as well because mm-hmm. when because he what he don't realize is that yeah she could have been fine in the premiere right and it could have you know she could have just you know what this this is his night i'm not gonna even let them bother me. trip right but then you went to the after party and you got all of these people knowing that you his woman and he didn't say nothing about you and see this is when people need to stay no, out thank of, you right they need to stay out of people's business shut mm-hmm. your mouth sometimes yeah. and leave well enough alone as his employee there was no reason for you to go speak to his woman at all. Not at like nothing. You yeah. needed to say, y'all not, not friends. And, and my thing is, why you say something to her anyway? You already know she don't like you. You've right. already told this to Malcolm. So mm-hmm. why you saying something to me? Right. See, you don't got me mad. <laughs> you don't got me mad. <laughs> Stay in your place, yes. Taylor. Exactly. Stay, Stay in, in your, your place. place. Yeah, but uh, back. I'm so, I'm sorry, guys. Told just, you we're gonna be throwing around in this movie, so just keep up, guys. <laughs> but I did think that that was very interesting, and I did again. They both have very unhealthy arguing styles. But what I did like was that she came back and was like, "How you gonna belittle me? And you gonna be talking all this mess to me? And you gonna sit here and eat the food that I cooked for you? <laughs> that I was it. I like. Mm-hmm. I like you too. got the nerve to be sitting here talking to me like Reckless. this." yelling at me you don't want and your you, life and the thing is you got up to get some more macaroni and cheese why you just didn't come into to the room to talk to me so that right. you could stop yelling at me yes boy and then denied angry. that you got seconds and was angry then gaslighting threw his uh tie over the whole thing <laughs> i told you sitting there eating it like a madman and, and anybody that know me know that i had that issue a texture issue and then i had that sound issue when people eating i was like i'm about to rip this man teeth out of his head <laughs> Yeah, you can hear him clanking he on the fork. Oh, he that was hurt my teeth. Eating. Yes. And you, wet noodles don't sound good. Mm-hmm. They do not. Mm-hmm. I know. And I was like, she's trying to tell you how she's feeling in all of this. And I'm like, you're not hearing nothing. nothing. Really, Marie? Really? 
Yes. Like you he heard was nothing. He was this was a, a prime example of when people listen to rebuttal yes. and not listen to understand. Exactly. He didn't understand her to the last twenty minutes of this movie. And, and that no, was not barely. even the last twenty. I'd say like the last five. <laughs> I only say twenty because of the monologue that she does oh. in the middle of the movie and then once I think he had two clarity bedroom. moments. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I do. I, I think I do. he had two distinct clarity moments in the movie. Yeah. Now, so. also, I want to say this: we're not bashing only Malcolm. We bashing both of them because mm-hmm. I can appreciate that Malcolm did have some great points, but his delivery was, was garbage every time. Yes. yes, that's that's going to be the end up being the main difference between the two of them. There were times where Marie was able to calm herself enough to speak clearly without annihilation and that's just not really something that we get to see unfortunately from Malcolm Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah because even though his volume may be low the words that are coming out are still attacking daggers Mm -hmm. I mean it was just knives the whole time and I was like geez Mm -hmm. dude like dude like you can't let up a little bit like you like give her a moment (laughs) you chose her why are you with her if this is how How you you really feel feel. exactly so you with the psycho (laughs) (laughs) what does that that about you (laughs) I was gonna say what that make you I love the psycho like come on guy uh but she's trying to tell him how she feels um because you know at this point she's telling him that he's based the movie off of her life and what I was thinking there, he needed time to come up with what he says later. Yes. Yes, because he was silent. Yeah. Yeah. Which was because he knew it was true. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All that mess you said later is because you tr- now you've been triggered and you mad at me because of the stuff she says a little bit and later. you do mm-hmm. admit to that in the movie. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. But initially you didn't have nothing to say because you knew, yeah, you did base maybe not 100%, but you based a large chunk of that movie off of this woman. Mm-hmm. And again, she's trying to say, like, you didn't you didn't thank me like you based the whole movie off of me and the struggles that I've had. And I live with you. I'm with you. You know, I'm the person that you are around day in and day out. And you completely just were silent when it comes to your stuff together. I do all this other kind of stuff for you. I'm I'm Mm -hmm. here for you in whatever way you need. I help you edit the manuscripts, all that kind of stuff. And then. I want to say right after that. Things calm down for calm a second. Because well, they make up. So, so wait a minute. So hold on. So he, so the, the, the one part about his communication was he asked her why she was angry. She gave him the answer and then he dismissed it. Didn't like it. How oh, you, mm-hmm. how right. you going to tell me about myself? Right. Yeah. Now you can and tell it, me what I'm doing to you, but you can't tell me what I'm thinking and what I'm feeling. Right. Yeah. And then he says it, it's a minor detail, but it wasn't a. See, that's how, <laughs> that's how you escalate a uh, argument mm-hmm. because when you tell me that what I'm saying to you that's bothering me is a minor detail, sir, I'm so about to cuss you out so hard because <laughs> see that's the the funny thing because now I am about to become irrational exactly and and, and before mm-hmm. then I wasn't I was you know I may have been emotional because mm-hmm. emotional does not equate with irrational right no. I may have been emotional but like you said when you dismiss me mm-hmm. now I am about to become irrational mm-hmm. yeah random mm-hmm. fact because y'all know I just be having random information in my head that correlates to 
how a hysterectomy got his name because they felt that women were hysterical. And so the removal of the uterus, the female anatomy Mm -hmm. is a hysterectomy because what is the earth governed by men? Mm -hmm. So, you know, that just goes kind of back to that just because she's having an emotionally expressive response does not mean that she is hysterical or irrational. That is how she is choosing to express herself. And it does not negate the facts of what she's feeling and thinking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you can't tell someone how to feel and what they're feeling and what they're thinking is wrong. No. Right. And typically people who are crazy or hysterical tend to have more hormones of testosterone than estrogen. FYI, you can research it. Yes. Think about elephants. Mm-hmm. when they go into musk mm-hmm. yes and they mm-hmm. start you know st- you know tearing up the mm-hmm. whatever's going on around them and you know knocking trees over or, it's because they got too much testosterone flowing in their body at the moment or uh uh roid rage yes mm-hmm. you taking steroids and stuff like that or when women do get emotional in their cycle it is because of increase of testosterone so you know the there's nerds in us the right. there's a lot there's a lot going on here <laughs> But um, things do kind of. Oh, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. But then, and then he, and then uh, <laughs> <laughs> he dismisses her uh, e- mm-hmm. even more by saying that I thanked you a million times before, and suggests that she knows he's thankful. No, but you thanked everybody else. The verbally. same way that he wants that yeah. validation from the white lady right. at the L.A. Times. The same way that your woman right. wants the validation from her man when the story is about her life. Right. Right. But the one thing I can appreciate about that particular part of the dialogue is that he says, you know, I make mistakes. I'm not perfect. I like that he identified his imperfection. Yeah, yeah. but that's also an abuser apology. I, I know. Because there was plenty of them going <laughs> oh, yeah, around yeah, yeah. in here. Oh, yes. Plenty I, of those. I can, yes, I can. Yes, yes, and yes. 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 But I do like, like the, the fact flaw. that, yes, true. that he identified the imperfection. Very true. I would agree with both of the things that you mm-hmm. ladies said. Um, So then this... So then they have this weird moment. Mm-hmm. Things are kind of <laughs> calm and they're talking is this the part where she's talking i can't remember well he talking really the whole time (laughs) right but this is the first makeup scene Mm -hmm. yeah the first where they're laying right on the couch Mm -hmm. oh yeah yes because he's going into the rant about the review at this point oh wait a minute so uh because he didn't he do a like she went outside and smoked a cigarette. He was sitting on the couch, and that's when he played uh, I, uh, I forgot, William Bell. I, I forgot, forgot to, to love. Be a, I forgot to be a lover. Yeah, no, that's coming. That's, that's coming. coming. Okay. That's coming up. The makeup scene is first. Okay. Uh-huh. Um. So then they, at this point, they're kind of talking about. Um, she's talking about the progression of his career. She's making fun of him, lightly, kind of like uh-huh. making the Lego movie and like that kind of thing. How he'll change and. The, uh-huh. the quote in there that I always keep remembering is don't push away the people that ground you. Yes, I wrote that down too because I was like, yes, he does <laughs> do that. You need them or you end up like Kanye West. Because mm-hmm. I was like, this is what she, I was like, this is a throwback to what she said earlier when they were standing at the table, mm-hmm. you know, about him not caring about people that once he knows people care about him, then he just forgets them. Throws them away. Well, mm-hmm. part of all of that <laughs> uh, for me I 
it was clear to me that there was other things that she needed to discuss with him about. She wasn't finished. Yes. Because they kept going. Yeah. They kept going, but he apologized. Like he apologized at the premiere to her for not thanking her. But the thing is like, I liked his question when he asked her, well, what do you want? Because he apologized. So it really is nothing else he can do, but allow her to talk. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's, I don't think she, he, he is not her safe space. Mm. And so I don't think she was going to be able not saying that it's still not her responsibility because it is, but I don't think he's safe. And really she don't ever get to a safe place until that very last moment before they go to bed. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, that's the most vulnerable that you see both of them at the same time. So, yeah. and I wonder the context of the apology at the premiere. True, because yeah. the one that was at the house was trash. Right, so <laughs> you know, since we trash. didn't get to see that, we don't know if it was like, oh man, sorry. Mm-hmm. So the word "sorry" came out of your mouth, but if it's if it's couched in all of this, like, all right, damn, I'm just telling you, I'm sorry. So yeah, you can like, shut up yeah, you get on my go. nerves, or you know. So mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. wish we could have at least had a little bit on maybe what the context of the premiere was. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that we don't, because mm-hmm. that gives us opportunity to do stuff like this, mm-hmm. but. Um, not knowing how he apologized mm-hmm. was it because you know some people have this idea like you um don't embarrass me in public and then say sorry in private mm-hmm. you yep. know like Ooh. make the if apology just as a public as as the embarrassment right so yep. you know how i wish you know like we said we don't have any context <laughs> for how he apologized to her but i do mm-hmm. appreciate that at least there was an attempt yeah um, so they p- kind of playing the dozens just a little bit here where mm-hmm. she's talking about his career and the progression. Um, and then they talked a little bit about, uh, her being an actor. And I was like, Oh Lord, he stepped on a landmine in this one. Mm-hmm. Cause it was he didn't not even realize it at all. Mm-mm. I was like, man, how, yeah. how you going <laughs> to just tell? Cause it's like, I equate it now in life. If a dude would come up and tell me he don't believe in therapy. Mm-hmm. Now, when I was younger, it probably would have been dance or something like that. But I equate that. To, uh, oh, so so you don't believe in what I do? Yes. <laughs> I said, oh, boy, I said, he stepped on that landmine and just he didn't even know. It just went and exploded. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Um, and, you know, when he I can't remember if she said it or he said it, but nobody can write you. Oh, girl, that's what triggered her again. Yeah, except me. That's when I was like, oh, landmine. I was like, oh, yeah. he, he stepped in it. He didn't even realize it. Yep. Because you can. You can see her face change. And that's what I was like, boy, Zendaya, she acted this movie, boy. Because them facial expressions. Oh, yeah. The subtlety in her facial expressions throughout this entire movie were so beautiful. Because mm-hmm. I was like, you can genuinely see. If you're an observant person, let me say that. Um <laughs> you can see like you can immerse yourself in a moment like that and be like, I know exactly when you, when that, you know, that uh-huh. energy shift. Uh-huh. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And this is also right when the song, I forgot to be your lover. Okay. Oh, okay. Is playing. That's, okay. Yes. Cause then she gets up off the couch and this is when she's getting ready to go. Um, 
she's lighting a cigarette. Yeah, yeah. she's she she smoking a cigarette. Start yeah. smoking a cigarette. And they really smoking. They smoking for real. I know. <laughs> I had wrote that earlier in my notes. I, said, I was okay. like, people really smoking in 2021? <laughs> I was like, okay. She looked like she was smoking Virginia Slim Menthol Light 120. I said, who is still out here smoking <laughs> cigarettes? <laughs> I was like, man, I mean, if you're like 75, okay. But like y'all in y'all 20s smoking. and 30s, y'all smoking cigarettes? I was like, okay. <laughs> But she's also was an addict. So then I was like, oh, hey, okay. She, that's all she got. Right. So she just kind of, like she said, she turned one vice to another. Mm-hmm. Um, but I said, this is where I wrote in my notes, like the music in this movie was just, the choices were phenomenal. Mm-hmm. Um, because I was like, they communicate with each other through music. Mm-hmm. that they use music to say what's really going on for them because mm-hmm. that was his apology which she throws Throw back to a little yes. bit later but that was him saying you know yeah. i forgot to be your lover mm-hmm. when i say i was triggered <laughs> <laughs> shout out to the person that knows i'm talking because he listens to the show i was like oh okay okay this girl this movie if you ain't got your stuff together, this movie will trigger the mess out of you. Yeah. Like for real, if you've ever been in an unhealthy relationship uh, or you are currently in an unhealthy relationship or you are the toxic person, right? Or you are the to- <laughs> this movie. If you're not careful, it's, it's going to, it will trigger yeah. you. Cause yes. I, that now song right there. For no reason. Why am I, why am I talking to you like this? You didn't do nothing. Okay. <laughs> we was just sitting here watching the movie. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, but I was like, and I, what I also appreciated that they played the original, mm-hmm. not the Jaheim version. I think yeah. there's only two, because I looked at this, y'all know how I am, I'm a music head. Um, I think there's only two new songs. Yeah, the one that's waste, waste, the, about wasting time, that one. That song is fire. Girl, mm-hmm. I went and listened to the re- whole yes. thing. Mm-hmm. I said, this song is. I said, okay, I got to mm-hmm. go on my title. Mm-hmm. Not Girl, sponsored. I already done added it it's to my a, playlist. I was yes. like. Uh, it's I on my introspective mind playlist. I said, I yes. got to have it. I said, oh, this song right here, Jesus. Mm-hmm. But, and what I liked about the way they used the music is that they used it. It wasn't just Correctly. background. Yeah. It was loud. It was blaring. They, the, they were letting the, the actors speak. selected the song. You know right. what I mean? Like it was part of the movie. What I will say about this scene is that we see, um, although Marie Cra- uh, craves, emotional vulnerability from him she is still shut off in so many ways and when it Mm -hmm. started to get emotionally um raw yeah she walked out Mm -hmm. and that's when she lit the cigarette and he playing the song at that point and all of that and so that's how you also know that when uh people who smoke that's why they smoke because they have anxiety. They are actually it's doing deep breathing. Relief. Yeah. They're actually doing deep breathing. That's why it's hard. Well, other than the tobacco, that's why it's hard for people to stop smoking. And a, a second reason why it's hard to, uh, for people to stop smoking because they're actually doing deep breathing. Yeah, it's they're a stress not, reliever. They're just not getting good air. That's the problem. <laughs> <laughs> it's not helping you as much as you think it is. What? Well, the nicotine receptors, you yeah, know, it's yeah, going yes. to highlight that immediately that, okay. Addiction. Mm-hmm. Oh, all right. I'm good now. You're mm-hmm. getting it. The, um, the dopamine spike, the, the mm-hmm. dopamine release, but you're not getting the actual resolution mm-hmm. yeah. in your body that you think you're getting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this part of this movie was also hilarious because we we obviously start seeing that Marie is is a little quirky. Marie didn't walked off. We don't know where the hell Marie didn't went. <laughs> I know. Um, like where, why? And Malcolm is screaming. <laughs> 
at in, the top of his lungs. At yeah. the, in the middle of the night as a black man, he is screaming. And I was like, Lord, is this going to turn into a thriller? Like, what no. is going on? Because <laughs> right. he just, he done walked around his whole be, uh, home, can't find Marie nowhere. And then we see Marie pop out behind a tree because like, she been peeing. <laughs> and he's like, you didn't want to pee in the house? <laughs> she was like, no, I have a backyard. I never like, had one before. Like, I want to explore what I have. I, I said, know. I was okay. like, that's a little weird, but yeah. okay. That, yeah. That, I, was like, I thought that was a weird insert. Him, you know, he was calling you. You heard him. Right. Because he that's walked that, right by that tree calling that's you. That's getting back. Mm-hmm. That stone wall. I'm trying to cr- mm-hmm. control. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That silent treatment for a whole hot second. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, inserts the re-escalation. That's how I put it on mine. Because mm-hmm. yeah. she, <laughs> she believes that he's again. the neediest man, but the least jealous man. Mm-hmm. Which I thought. I mean, was, those are two different things. Mm-hmm. They are. Um, but it speaks to his character. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. he does need you in a whole lot of ways. But because of his narcissistic tendency, he could never actually admit that to himself. Yeah. In my notes in this thing, I said, these insults is about to make me kill him. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. Because I was like, how does he called her an emotional support dog? It was just she awful. said that he apologized <laughs> to her in an emotionally obtuse way. <laughs> I, said, I said come on I tell know. him you smart without telling him you smart I know mm-hmm. the big words the SAT words in here was because <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I was like why are they using the word pedantic I'm like, come <laughs> on now. who speaks to their, their partner that way right right nerds I was like <laughs> but okay uh, but I was like man this man is the uh, I was like he is just annihilating this chick. It's like how do you throw all of that, all that she is, all that she has overcome in her face as a way to bring her down? Yeah, like you brought up her suicidal past to win an argument. Mm. I mean that's yeah, that's, that's deep. That is deep. You know, and that's the kind of stuff. Like if you are not careful, you can throw a person back right back relapse. to that moment and to, into relapse because she's an addict. That too. Because, you know, it, it, it can trigger something internally in you. You know, you're already in the midst of having a discussion and an argument and you're already both got hurt feelings going on. Mm -hmm. And then to now see like, oh, that's what you really think about me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you just think I ain't gonna never get no better. Or, you know, I'm like, he's already called her psychotic and crazy and deranged and all these things, you know, the whole night so far. And, you know, you're just self grandizing. Huh. I did this for you. I was there for you. I took you to the hospital. I was the one that did you, this. So I you did, did all this. of that for yourself, obviously, because it wasn't really for me. Because now you're throwing it back up in my face. And so I didn't I t- like that part where he was like, when you, I'm not going to say, it, he said you couldn't, you know, have sex for half a year. And I was like, what? Why would you want to have sex with an emotional zombie? I know. I was like, why was that like? So this is when she say, when, I was thinking, this is why you had to tell her I didn't cheat on you. Mm. Like, why? Yeah, would, like, what was the point sense. of you saying that she couldn't have sex for half a year? And you know, the thing is, this I, when I obviously I went to the addiction part, so I was like, this is when, this is why they say in the rooms, which is AA meetings or twelve step meetings, this is why they say that people who are new in recovery should not. Be, start a new relationship or shouldn't be in a relationship if you haven't already been in a long-term relationship because one 
when you get the when you get people in your life and they start doing all these things, mm-hmm. I took you to a uh, recovery. I took I went to the this and I went to the that. The thing is, you can become their higher power, and so now they're in recovery because of you. And so if something happens to the relationship, they're going to relapse because now they don't have their higher power anymore, mm-hmm. or they stay with you because of that. And exactly. now they feel like they owe you, right? Mm-hmm. And that was the thing that I was putting in in some of my notes. I was like, is he trying to say that you owe me? Because of these things that I did for you, like I didn't. I mean, I was just like, "Why you're just self-grandizing? You're just on your soapbox." Yeah. And even if here. you do think she owed you, that still doesn't negate the fact of the original argument that you didn't thank her, right? Because you got that content from, from her, right? <laughs> yeah, and you know, I will appreciate that their arguments go on waves. Now, when you in in the midst of the wave, it's it's exhausting, but when you look back over it, it's this, she's taking it in, he's taking it in. There is this gradual buildup. There's an explosion. There's the DS. Like it's a whole roller coaster. coaster. Mm-hmm. And in this time, because this is where it get kind of really bad for the way, like he's talking to her. It ain't the worst yet, but it gets kind of bad in this moment. And she takes that in and you can see her like tearing up and all that kind of stuff. But then she flip it. And this is the first time that she actually annihilates him mm-hmm. and goes off about, you know, his insecurities as a man, insecurities. as a black man. Yes. Oh. Talks about the real reasons that they're actually together. They perfect for each other. You mm-hmm. know, one, I can't remember which person said that. It was probably her actually when she was listing everything that mm-hmm. he has done for her and she's done for him. But it was war. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> this is where, because she calls him mediocre here. Yes, and I was like, "That's his thing. He's got imposter syndrome." Because mm. he, mm-hmm. yes, he really actually because he's is a fraud. He, mediocre. He, he himself. Yeah, mm-hmm. and he mediocre. has a, a perfection standard to live up to because of his parents. Yeah, which is why he pulls her down because she's she's greatness and too. that's right both yeah. of them are technically and but that's also why he continues to date broken women since she's not the first broken woman he dated that's all true. he's dated true yeah <laughs> i was key. like <laughs> i said I, and that's what i was saying is i said well she triggered him she mm. triggered the truth in him mm-hmm. that even because everyone that knows anything about narcissist that's the thing like you are not you really don't believe that you're as great as you portray on the outside you do all of this grandiose stuff so to cover can, up mm-hmm. the fact that you really feel inadequate. It's a smoke screen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And she said, uh, I'm going to pull that card right there. Let me go ahead and get my, my uh, big and, joker out. And that's how you knock them to their knees. Okay. See, he <laughs> thought see, he had the ace of spades and she was like, oh, yep. big joker. <laughs> I, I got big joker. Big joker. <laughs> but see, that's the thing, though. Like when you have and I'm talking to my fellas, you know when you have a woman that's really about being in your corner, they really know everything about you. Mm-hmm. You ain't even got to say it to her. She done learned you so well that she going to be able to pick apart everything about you. But because she loves you, she don't do that. Mm-hmm. Now she was fed up. She, I don't know how much love she really had left in this scene. Cause it didn't <laughs> sound like she really had none. And mm-hmm. she did annihilate him. Like I said, they go back and forth with this annihilation. Yeah. Yeah. yeah Cause she did. Because she was talking, I mean, basically she called him a fraud. Mm-hmm. She's like, you're really privileged. Like, you're more privileged than the white woman that you're upset about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because like, he's, it's like money, money. This is not like, okay, yeah. you first generation. No, nah, you can tell that probably his people been free for a minute. Right. 
Yeah. yeah. Like now, you, what I can do appreciate about his little speech there was that he was talking about how you don't have to be perfect at what you're doing. You just need to step out there and do stuff. Uh-huh. Like if you fail at it, okay, you fail at it, but at least try. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the things that I could appreciate about his little monologue to her as he would continue to attack yeah. her. <laughs> yeah. Cause then they kind of separate from here. Oh, well, and that's it. That mediocre thing got under his skin though. Mm-hmm. But I appreciate the fact that she says, I regret opening up to you. If mm-hmm. you were going to use it against me. Oh, mm-hmm. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. And th- that's, I-, I put in my notes, that's, uh, one of the reasons why people have a hard time being vulnerable because people are afraid that if I am vulnerable with you enough to share my most sacred and secret secrets to you and you bring it up in my bring it up in an argument mm-hmm. that is the most humiliating mm-hmm. feeling and embarrassing feeling that you yeah. can ever experience and that's why a lot of people have a different difficult time being vulnerable right and you didn't only just bring it up in an argument you brought it up with the purpose of to hurt me yeah you weaponized my trauma yeah so Mm -hmm. i completely agree kill you (laughs) 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 so here comes the bathtub scene oh now she's been trying to take this shower the whole movie she has (laughs) yeah when she took them stockings off though it made my leg itch i can't stand stockings (laughs) she had some good stockings though she did yeah, there's some hundred and fifty dollars stockings right there. She yeah. was very her, the way she they she, did a good job. Yeah, she they, just looked really good. They mm-hmm. stuff. She did. Yeah, she looked really good. But it, like we keep saying, there is the way the movie is moving is set up for what is happening with the characters. They weren't ready for the shower scene. They weren't ready to undress until they had already had those first. Mm-hmm. Uh, technically three major arguments with 7,000 pieces in the middle of that. Mm-hmm. And so it's not until they get into the bathtub scene and he go on his little walk situation that you really are like, Oh, and he bangs on the window. Talking about something mediocre. <laughs> I told you that thing, that thing triggered him out of everything. She said, that's what he remember. Mm-hmm. Mediocre. Because that's what the, that's the yep. real yep. Hit, hit dog holler. Okay. Mm-hmm. He knew it. He was like, oh man, she saw me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she really know. Yeah, she know. <laughs> and again, here he goes with the gaslighting again. She mm-hmm. just in her bathtub. Trying to chill out, trying to calm myself down. Because mm-hmm. you could tell she, she exhausted. Like she crying and all mm-hmm. other yeah, kind of stuff. Like, she done dunked herself in the I'm water. emotionally, I'm oh, like, I'm tired, dude. Like, I don't want to do this. And then here he comes talking about you trying to turn this into a bad night. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, well, she did tell you, I don't want to talk, I don't right. want to talk about this because she said nothing productive will be said tonight. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She said that to you. Yes. But he, he said, oh, you went low. I'm going to hell. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what he did. <laughs> he said, you don't go high. <laughs> he said he going to take it to the flow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he proceeds to say, you want to hurt me mm. and I can hurt you 10 times worse. Ugh. And I'm like, but why though? So because he did, he wanted to not be mediocre in something. Well, see this right here <laughs> to me. You make a valid point. Mm-hmm. This right here to me was him with sh- telling her what his perception was of what she'd been saying. Mm-hmm. Because he said that, you know, this is the this 
this has been the best night of my life, but you're trying to make it the worst by being irrational. So that's what you perceive out of what we're, what we're doing right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's, that's how you, that's what you're hearing. So what are you hearing that's making you think that this is irrational? Are you hearing you or are you hearing me? Yeah. Yeah. I would agree with that. Mm. I'm like all this because she called you mediocre. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Now you want to hurt her. And called her disturbed. <laughs> I mean, he just was like, you just want to completely like eviscerate this woman. And that's exactly what he did because he, he broke her down by comparing her to every woman he had ever been with, with vivid descriptions saying that he still had the letters. He still had the pictures. It's he just, still responds. I'm to like, one you of them. are yes. still connecting yourself to these people. Then why am I here? Yes. You so, send the heart emoji because you don't know what to say. You don't send nothing. So let me ask y'all a question then, because I want to be the devil's advocate. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Here she goes. <laughs> so do y'all think that she asked for that? No. Be- because she kept saying that the movie was about her. But from his perspective, it has been a collective. But the reality is there was not another drug addict in his life. Yes, so- it was. Want the one that ended up dying from the, die. yeah, oh, but oh. you get what I'm saying, like the the method of her life story. Mm-hmm. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. You get what I'm saying, yeah. like mm-hmm. yeah, I got gotcha. you. Do I think she asked for it? No, because I don't ever think anybody asked to be abused. I'm gonna always be like, if you got points to make, even if he said these exact same points, it's the information that he gave tied to it. He could have definitely been like, no, I actually got this from Kiki. No, I got this from my girlfriend that was a drug addict. I got this from this person. I got this. He use that to hurt her and that's what, you know I, what i'm saying that's what i i, I mm-hmm. agree i yeah. definitely agree yeah it wasn't information for the sake of information mm-hmm. it was you hurt my feelings mm-hmm. so now what i'm like about he said, to have I'm a mantra yeah he, he, i'm gonna hurt you 10 times yeah, worse he prefaced it yeah and and the the thing is i just asked that question because she kept saying that it was about her and so in his mind he had to prove that it was not all about her and my thing is, it took you time to think of that, though, because when I said it the first time, you was hush mouth. Right. That's why he out there fighting the air. Right. Because he knew he it was in. true. Mm-hmm. Again, you may have taken pieces of these other women and inserted them in the movie, but the the character was based off me. He went so far as to say I should have thanked her sister or her, the, the one who died, who OD'd. Yeah. I should have thanked her tonight because, boy, what right. you just... I'm about to take your whole head and drown you <laughs> in this tub. Yeah. And just like he Dr. called her a clown. Yes. I was like, oh my God, yeah. dude, you are doing way too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like Dr. Strickland was saying earlier, the way that Zendaya's face acted in this scene. Like, oh, oh, I was like, the lip quiver, mm-hmm. the eyes, the eyes, mm-hmm. the way she was looking. The I was way like, her frown came together. Man. And then the way uh, John David delivered the lines. I was like, oh. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it was, the acting in this is great. Yeah, it is. It, the, the other thing that I, of course, went to Attic Mind was, when he said that you may not be an addict anymore, but you still trying to figure this out because when he asked, when she said, keep going, I thought that's classic addict. You, you stand in the chaos. And he did say that, Mm -hmm. you know, that she um, uses this as a way to be needed. Uh huh. 
and build herself up. Mm-hmm. And she is lonely. I, but I, what I think people forget when you have someone who has suffered from some type of addiction, they don't, they don't feel. And so this is their first time feeling things. So they, you do become a little bit of an addict to your emotions. Mm-hmm. Once at one point you were running from them and now you're immersed in them. Well, and you don't know how you, because you were running from them, you don't know how to get attached to them again because mm-hmm. the, mm-hmm. the, the substance of whatever, of whatever you used has wiped your emotions out. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I, what I hate is when people use um, love, like the the I love you, mm-hmm. as a they weaponize that with yeah. as oh, well. God, yes. Love them up to tear them down. Yeah, because I'm like, you say you love her, but in the same breath, you're calling her a clown. You've called her an emotional support dog, psychotic, deranged, um, irrational. Uh, you know, you've said all of these things. You've disturbed. Had, you've, you've had. Uh, dreamy eyes when you're talking about kiki like you th- still thinking about other women the heart shape was it the tub or was the, the heart shape bed i think it's the tub something but the point is <laughs> you done shared your whole sex childhood life. adolescent yeah. young adult mid-30s mm-hmm. experience with me in the midst of an argument to make me hurt and then at the end of that gonna say that i can accept that somebody actually loves me sir no you can't you can't because you don't accept your parents love yeah you don't accept your sister's love you don't accept her love you you give Mm -hmm. you allow them to love you to the degree that you love yourself right and neither one of y'all truly love yourselves yet true that is so true Mm. man so then uh they both go outside to smoke to smoke again <laughs> uh and i was like man they using that music again marie one done mm-hmm. no nah, because now <laughs> i done sat i done sat here and listened to all this get rid of him <laughs> this song was hilarious yes <laughs> and she was looking at him like you gonna say something right i know the whole time i was like boy they know how they pick these songs <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, you I was like Dion Warwick. That's what I said. I said, <laughs> you picked, you talked about him about picking a song that was 50 years old. Uh-huh. You probably picked a song that's 70 years old. <laughs> I was like, Dion Warwick, when was the last time she like sang for real? Jesus Christ, before she couldn't sing before them cigarettes. But you see <laughs> that he couldn't sit in that though. He no, couldn't. He couldn't. I will say he was that squirming. She, she, she'll sit in it for a second and then leave, but he was you could tell like it was like ants was all over his body he was like i'm gonna go and go i'm gonna go in the house and that's when (laughs) all hell breaks loose in his mind by Mm -hmm. himself because a review done came out right but what i was thinking while that song was playing Mm -hmm. again this is him not while i agree i what we things we've said before about them using music to communicate but what i was like you're not listening to the words Mm mm-hmm the words are saying, like, if you listen to the main character in the song, her friends are telling her, leave this dude. He is not good for you. And she's like, no, I'm not leaving him. And she and she even actually sang something to leave or whatever. She was like, oh, no, or whatever. She mm-hmm. the part of the chorus that she sung. Right. And it's like, dude, she telling you, you beautifully flawed, but I'm staying right here like, with you my you. person. Mm-hmm. I ain't going nowhere. 
And, he, and you, but you so caught up in your feelings that you can't even hear. he's still mediocre in his head. He's still banging on that glass. <laughs> he is. Yeah, he's still she fighting the me air. Mediocre. I done made a whole movie. Uh-huh. And I'm still not good enough. Right. He had See, a, that's that King Kong ain't got nothing. He had one I of them. Told, oh my God, I told Derek the same thing. I said, <laughs> boy, he is doing that training day monologue <laughs> if I ain't ever heard one. It was so many parts of this movie. I was like, man, he sounds just like his voice is the replica of his daddy's voice. I was he like, looks like his mama. Like, straight like both of them. To me. I think he looks mostly like his mom. I don't um, think I've seen enough of his mom to she's very be yeah, she, compared. Yeah, to she's me. she's a very like a Lynn Whitfield that kind mm, of like very regal, regal. Yes. Mm. Um, but I was like, yeah, if you close your eyes and just <laughs> listen to him, I it was. Scary I know he said. doesn't like to be compared to his father, but. I mean, y'all I related. S- I swear. We're not comparing it in a bad way. Oh, no, 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 no. But his voice, though. I mean, <laughs> if you close your eyes, I'd have been like, I would have swore that was Denzel in that movie. But anyway. <laughs> um, But I was like, dude, you're Malcolm. You are not listening to the words. She's trying to tell you that as crazy as you are, I'm not leaving you. Like, I'm here with you. And we're going to try to figure this thing out. So then he goes inside after being upset. <laughs> and gets uh some notification somehow that, that a review's come out that a review of his film has come out by the white woman from oh. the la times but you know what this is a prime example of what marie was talking about earlier with this dang um macaroni and cheese i be there for you i do whatever you need she's sitting there the picture of calm mm-hmm. babe is it here because he can't find his wallet because he <laughs> don't pay the subscription monthly on auto pay he wants to pay it because he's a control freak he wants to pay it because he don't give out his information like that i know i was like when she said it ain't saved in your phone (laughs) right she tried to guide him he can't find his wallet she tell him did you look in the room did you look here did you look there would you this where you came he's like he found it and then she was like where was it it don't matter that don't matter because it was exactly what i told you (laughs) and then he can't find his phone that he through put down it's just it was on the table hilarious. this reminded me of color purple when uh mister was running around <laughs> trying to cook yeah. this food no he no, didn't he know where his, to... he was looking for his socks and his tie yeah and then you know uh i think Celie was sewing the, 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 the hole in the sock or whatnot and he was like, running around because suge was coming yeah mm-hmm. and he didn't know where nothing he didn't know what no where nothing was mm-hmm. and she was just like <laughs> Just, from over just there. pouring up, yeah. Over there, <laughs> I was like, "That's exactly what that reminded me of." I was like, "It made me think uh, about uh, my spouse that he really has no was, idea where nothing is." I was just getting ready to say that <laughs> like, about my fiance. Nothing, I'm like, like nothing. Uh, he just recently, I think, figured out where his clothes are. I said, "How you don't know where your clothes are? You you wear them, girl." He said, like, "But you organized it, okay, girl." Have you seen my, it's in the blah, 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 blah. How do you know that? Because I live here. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because I put stuff away. That's mm-hmm. that's why I know where stuff is at. Yeah. I remember one time Derek had lost his, <laughs> his key card to his job to get in the building. And, but I knew where it was because I saw it laying in this random spot. And I was like, he gonna come tomorrow morning <laughs> asking me, have you seen my key card? So I, I hung it up by the uh, the alarm panel, and here, sure enough, have you seen my? Have you seen? Uh, I can't find my my. I'm about to be late. 
because uh, anybody that knows my husband knows he's perpetually late. But um, he's a spe- uh, race car driver. He is. <laughs> <laughs> he get there. He do. He get there. But here he is running around because he can't find his key card. So then I'm like, it's on the uh, the hook by the alarm panel. Why is it over there? I didn't put. I said because I knew when I saw it laying in this random spot, it was like in the front, like the front door area. <laughs> I was like, what? <laughs> and he was like, oh, see, that's why I love you. <laughs> that's, that's, that's see, I knew it. I know that's why I love you, girl. Okay. I'm like, oh, that's why you love me. It's it's the structure and organization for mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> I. I ha- I ain't going to call him out, but my homeboy, he know who he is. He got me helping him with his podcast uh, descriptions right now. And I'll be like, I love you, boy. I love you. I got you back. Like, what would you really do if I wasn't here? Continue <laughs> to look with a man eyes. Girl. I'll be like, it's stop right looking with there. your man eyes. <laughs> Where, babe? Where you put it? Where's the ketchup? Right in the fridge. The I, I don't see it. It's red. It's, it's in, on the it's, third row. It's in the door. <laughs> it's, it's in the door. Look in Are the you door. sure? Go right in there and find it. Yes. You just wanted me to, if you wanted me to exercise, just say that. Okay. (laughs) So this is exactly how Malcolm is running around (laughs) at this point in time. She giggling. She was. (laughs) And he finally get, you know, his credit card information in there and purchases (laughs) uh, whatever subscription he needs to to read this review. And then now he upset and going on this huge, no reason, huge rant. About how she's trying to politicize his movie, which I was like, I mean, it sounds like you tried to make a political movie, but whatever. He said political movies are exhausting. Isn't that what you did? (laughs) That's exactly what you did. And then he was like, he made some small comment like black people are not going to want to see his film. Mm -hmm. And I was like, well, did you make a movie for black people or did you make a movie with black people in it right because there's a difference <laughs> right everybody that know ha, watches you know black movies there's going to be a difference in the styling yes. of a, a film that is for black people mm-hmm. versus a movie that has black people in it mm-hmm. and i was like so which one did you actually write mm-hmm. um he if he even movie. knows true um and I was, this is another thing I was thinking about this movie. It was very self-referential in this moment um, because she was talking about how the reviewer, he was talking about how the reviewer was saying that in one instance, he, you know, didn't fall into one trope, but then he did fall into another one. And I was thinking, absolutely, because you are a man, so you cannot come from the lens and perspective of a woman. So you may have been able to skip over uh, the the black tropes, but because mm-hmm. you are not a woman, you don't fully understand yeah. what the experience of uh, a woman is. Exactly. So then you fell into the tropes of misogyny. It, it's no different mm-hmm. than everybody kind of you know hitting this movie about it being a white director and writer. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's no different. It, yeah. Exactly, um, because she was saying, well, uh, I think uh, Marie said, well was the nudity scene necessary or something like that. I was just, I didn't know if that's what you were going to like. Um, yeah. Because he didn't understand that yeah. concept. He really didn't. But again, it's because you are a man. Mm-hmm. So if you don't have a female voice mm-hmm. with you, helping you yes. along the way, as you're writing, you're going to write your movie 
from the perspective of a man. Yeah. And then he tried to blame it on Taylor. Well, Taylor was, was the one who suggested it. Okay. But you are but the writer. helping you. So right. like, right. Uh, in terms of prime example of this is if y'all have ever watched Insecure or P Valley. So those movies are going to have more male nudity in them. And that is not a norm for anything. No. So you seeing the peen, you seeing the booty, you seeing mm-hmm. all kind of stuff. Now you see a movie of this uh, series of this same nature. It's normal to see women breast, booty, all the time, mm-hmm. the all of that. But you switch that up, and now people have a problem with that because it's like, well, did we really need to see? His genitalia. You've been wa- looking at women's genitalia for centuries. Mm. How about for, that? Full, front, How about full that? frontal. Yeah. Let's not even go back centuries. Josephine Baker. Oh, boy. Which oh, I love. Jesus. That's a good one. That was a good one, though. That's but one. that's a prime example. Like that whole role in 20s, 30s, 40s, 50s, like all of that was sexualized. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because <laughs> some of them rival the WAP song. But see, that's the thing. I think that <laughs> yes. goes back to. They can't handle what they dish out. Yeah. Yes. I yes. agree with that. And so he he couldn't conceptualize that the nudity was not necessary. If, from what I remember from this particular scene, Marie was saying that if you had not had the nudity, how much more impactful would that scene have been? Because mm-hmm. it wouldn't have been a distraction. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm looking at nipples because you can't figure out how to make her emotionally vulnerable. Right. Mm-hmm. So you made her physically vulnerable. Exactly. Right. right. Mm. Mm. man that 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 makes you think though about how frequently women are so object- sexualized sexualized objectified oh yeah yeah all of that it just really don't be necessary i what, get yeah. like when you having a scene and you know we about to get it in like mm-hmm. I, I completely understand that but mm-hmm. like they yeah. were arguing because the context of that scene was mm-hmm. the character imani Mm-hmm. And whomever she was with were arguing, mm-hmm. like Marie and Malcolm were arguing. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Which and Marie had like, on clothes. I mean, she had on you know sleepwear, but she wasn't. She nude. wasn't naked. No, right. she had on norm- a normal woman. Mm-hmm. Would wear around the house. house. Mm-hmm. After I just got out of the bath. no bra on and all that. We right. going to bed. Right. Right. <laughs> and that's why I was like, this film was very self-referential in this moment because mm-hmm. they're doing the exact thing that happened in the His, film that they're mm-hmm. talking about yeah. and he's just not getting the point like <laughs> <laughs> no like you're not getting it yeah. like right now if we were arguing and i didn't have my top on like what's the, like who who's mm-hmm. doing that mm-hmm. nobody like ain't nobody out here arguing topless because even if i was topless <laughs> when we start arguing i'm about I'm to put a shirt right. on. i'm about to put a shirt on uh, and i might put more sports bro like i because I, I might put some pants on too exactly why you really out here right and my sneakers okay. i don't want my i can't hit my toes if i'm fighting right okay because it's over i like, took myself out <laughs> i don't think i've ever heard of any woman like yeah we was arguing and i ain't had no clothes on what no unless that's how y'all both started mm-hmm. at some point clothes got back on mm-hmm. i'm sorry mm-hmm. or we started clothes and it got so rough that the clothes was torn off but it right. was not we just was like this right mm-hmm. uh and a uh, He's just so obtuse. <laughs> He's an idiot. As she, <laughs> as she so said. Smart, you stupid. Yes. Yeah. yeah. That is the perfect mm-hmm. sum up for it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, so then Marie kind of starts talking about the hypocrisy of Hollywood and how they all. I'd appreciate that. Yeah. So shell much. themselves out to make themselves feel better. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, and he was a part of the that system as well. Which mm-hmm. he, you got to own it. Because mm-hmm. yep. she definitely lets him know like, no, you are not down. Like you did not come up in the hood. You did not have a difficult life. You are every bit as um, unaware yeah. as these people that you claim are, yeah. you know, racist or supremacist mm-hmm. or what, what any ist is. You are a part of them. Yeah. You're a part of that system. And Y'all I, are playing dress up. What I could appreciate is the fact that he allowed. Now that was a part he where did. he allowed her to say it. This was the beginning. With, yeah. Mm-hmm. Without him uh, getting in his feelings mm-hmm. in a negative way. But it also wasn't truly about him as a man. It was about mm-hmm. him as a director, mm-hmm. as a screenwriter. Yeah. It was, it was removed from his person. Mm-hmm. Now what I will say is I appreciate that they talked about, you know, three main areas which I think was so important which is you know the diversity of stereotypes in film also talked about America and capitalism because we're hello we just went through a dang snowstorm mm-hmm. that could have been prevented mm-hmm. yes because um, mm-hmm. I know all of us were, were at power I yeah. didn't have mm-hmm. power until the last day and no water either mm-hmm. but then also talked about you know the fakeness of the industry and how it is just you're selling everybody a bill of goods. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like and none of you really care. Yeah. You all it just pimping good. yourselves out. Mm-hmm. Or prostituting yourselves out. Yeah. <laughs> Both. <laughs> True. So then they proceed to act like they're going to get hot and heavy. Um, yeah. Yes. I already Woo! knew it was going to be a mistake when he said he had to get up. I was like, oh God, you're going to get I was time like, to think. I, yeah. I said the same thing. I said, oh, landmine number two. <laughs> but I am appreciative of this, this scene because I, they needed some type of physical connection Mm because there's been a lot of distance Mm -hmm. between them. And so I can appreciate that. And I appreciate that it showed in their relationship that there still is an openness because a lot of people, when they were watching this film, they're like, I don't believe, I can't understand why they keep going back to each other. I can't believe I can't da 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 da. The thing is, it's not that these two people don't have love for each other. Yes, it is that toxic struggle love, but they do have that. Mm-hmm. And they need a therapist <laughs> and exorcism to help them <laughs> figure out, you know, where they can improve and get better with that. But I do appreciate this almost sex scene because it was it was a reprieve for Mm -hmm. the viewer, but Mm -hmm. it was also a reprieve for their characters. Yes. Yeah. And that's what really does happen (laughs) in these types of relationships. You have these highs and lows. You go and y'all are going hard in the paint on each other. And then you just kind of like you lose steam. Mm -hmm. And then you get to the, either you do have some makeup uh, session or you get to where you are going to, you know, like that's real. That does actually happen yeah yeah i i definitely appreciated that moment as you mm-hmm. both as you ladies both said because first of all i think they showed how like we were saying earlier it showed how couples actually react respond communicate argue you know all of the Even above the, 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 the yes. disjointedness of it yes and yeah. but still have love and can come back and be connected. Now, sometimes it doesn't happen that fast, mm-hmm. no. but this is a movie. 
but it does happen mm-hmm. and it can happen yeah, absolutely he shouldn't have been drinking that brown he can't hold his liquor because so <laughs> if y'all don't know nothing about sex having to pee and then trying to have sex don't really go together no but y'all i again, could see in the, her facial expressions yes, again yes. the beauty of her facial that, breakdown yes. i said oh my god i have i have been you yes in yes. this moment where it just overtakes you like what am i doing yes and not it did, in this instant it really didn't have nothing to do with malcolm it really had everything to do with mm-hmm. her she was having an introspective moment yep. mm-hmm. and her, you could just the way she sucked you in in the complete um change of her energy yeah but then, that grimace that one tear yes babe, i was like oh kind of how like you said that forgot to be your lover like that's mm-hmm. that that's that like dang like you not crying like you know what i'm saying like there's a difference between like <gasps> kind of crying mm-hmm. and, and then you just and drop. i'm thinking and exactly. it's like and it's, it's just something one, hit me and there's and no like, music yeah. yeah in this scene at all which is different than what we have been experiencing but baby Soon as he got through, he was trying to hurry. He, he knew too. Shaking, soon as he came around the said, corner, he, he was, was like, like oh, man. He was like deflated. <laughs> Dang it. It's like, I missed like, my opportunity. Uh huh. Uh huh. Because he knew it too. Yeah. Because he didn't even come all the way in the room. He's like, she he was like, can I right ask there. you a question <laughs> without you making me feel like she did preface it that time. Yeah. I was, I was appreciative that she was requesting what she, he sucked at giving it to her, but she did request it this time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And she said, why didn't you cast me? And then he, is that what this has been about this whole night? I'm like, sir, she said, not get angry. This is the opposite of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Again, you don't know how to de-escalate. <laughs> yeah. And something that she, which we eventually get down to is that we made this together, but then you left me out. Mm-hmm. And that is really what she's been trying to say this whole time about the process of this film. It wasn't that he took her story because she technically gave it freely. She gave yeah. it willingly, but it's the fact. And that it's also his story. It's also mm-hmm. his story. Yeah. But see it, what I appreciated about that part is that she was like, you were able to tell it from your perspective, but I couldn't, I, I don't have my story anymore. Now I will yeah. never be able to tell Exa- it. I love that. That was so pivotal for me. Mm-hmm. And, and it showed that he was willing to like lay her bare and still not have to share any of himself. Mm-hmm. That is true. Mm. So much there. This may be, this um, particular scene made me think about, um, Beyonce and Jay-Z mm. um, his 444 album and her Lemonade album mm. it made me think and not that I'm <laughs> it just made it made, me, was gonna say. <laughs> it made me think about each of them because they used their art mm-hmm. to express a deeply traumatic point in their marriage yeah mm-hmm. Um, and how they both got a chance to tell their story mm-hmm. in their, from their perspective, from their perspective mm-hmm. in their own art form that's, yeah. you know, that's based off of them. Yeah. And the fact that you bring it up, I, I, I cannot think of the, the song right now because my mind is, it just don't pull information like that right now. But there's a song on Beyonce's album and they're both on, on the Carter album. It's not Beyonce's album, on the Carter album. And she going in and she, and he's like, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. Like, mm-hmm. No, nah, you 
you don't get to quiet mm-hmm. what she got to say about how you did her. Mm-hmm. Right. Just like if she done did something to you, you she don't get to quiet you. Mm-hmm. Right. You got to take that on the chin, my dude. I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Like, right. you know, yeah. when, when Beyonce be start calling you bros and all other kind of stuff, you, you know, it's just a certain level mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. us women go to. <laughs> like, Bruh. I'm trying. That's what I. That's the nicest thing I can say right now. Because if I say what I want to say, it ain't gonna be bruh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so all my home home girls know that I'll come up. You'll be a pan, a hand, a band, a like. It be all kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And for y'all, don't know those are <laughs> acronyms. Yeah, we can't get into all of them. That's but you will be them. A punk, a ninja. <laughs> like it, you'll be all of them, and I don't care. Yeah. yeah like if you take a person to that level you this is why i the thing that i liked about this film is that well one they didn't get to well because they were very educated in the way they spoke but that really does happen yeah and and like if you take a person to a level like okay i'm about to be like you said broke a mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. punk a you know mm-hmm p-u-s-s-y mm-hmm. you know you you gonna be all kinds of things like mm-hmm. got no alibi. <laughs> <laughs> you know what i'm saying like like you can really take a person to behaving in a way that it's it's uncharacteristic of themselves the yeah. sign that pop up in my head is don't push me because I'm, I'm close to the edge <laughs> i've tried yeah not, not to lose my it's like a jungle sometimes that makes me wonder how i keep them going under (laughs) see you know the fact that songs like that exist it lets you know like this is human nature Mm -hmm. like it's only so much in me yeah to remain peaceful yeah Mm -hmm. especially as somebody who is an introvert and i've said this several times i'm an introvert i'm an empath i like to love people i like to have the more like mm, warm and fuzzy emotions Mm -hmm. but if you constantly hitting me with the bad it's like i got knives all over my body all over my spiritual body like i can't take that for too long now you done made the demon scorpio come up out of me and she don't really come out too much yeah, well, now I got to kill you. It's like when you back an animal into a corner. Yeah, yeah. you know if you reptilian if, brain. Yeah, that is going to take over immediately, <laughs> and I got to survive. Yeah. And if my way of survival is now I got to come out swinging, then yeah. okay, those emotional yeah. responses: fight or flight, fawn, freeze. I think I'm missing one, but it's no joke. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. That when I was li- just listening to how of course how he argues because I wouldn't I mean I was listening to how she argued but she wouldn't be somebody I'd be in a relationship with when I was <laughs> when I was looking at how he was arguing I was like yeah first of all we I would never be able to be in a relationship with someone like that because m- my temperament does not match that mm-hmm. I like would do yeah I would be in jail because oh, I, the way he was speaking yeah the mm-hmm. way he was speaking I would have already done pulled his whole esophagus out <laughs> Cause like, sir, what the? He- Ooh, I almost cussed just a second ago. Mm-hmm. My, my <laughs> folks, my folks know when I look at you and then I say, "Who the f you talking to?" They're like, "Oh." See, my oh. thing is, oh, so we about you want to go there? 
yeah. we, you want to do this? I try to give you the warning yeah. before she come. I be hold like I be see. Have you I ever seen somebody have <laughs> friends that like hold them back when they about to kill somebody, fight somebody? That be me talking to myself. I'm not trying to protect me. I'm trying to protect you because when I get mm-hmm. to a place where I have black limbic raid i'm not <laughs> going to remember who you are you don't yeah. exist yeah see i, yeah. I think i do this that is now i try to give you a warning now mm-hmm. but yeah. back in the day no you wouldn't have got no warning you was gonna get these hands <laughs> you was gonna get the zero to 100 real z- quick girl in <laughs> 1.2 seconds i'm not i'm already punching your face yeah, you see, y'all look. know she said she she done come a long way I she done come trying on. to love people instead yes. of hurting them yes yes lord have mercy i am so di- thank god because mm-hmm. I, prom- I promise I wouldn't have the fiance I got now. But that's probably why, <laughs> on the flip side of that, why me and Dr. Strickland are the way we are. Having been very mild-mannered mm-hmm. when we were younger and mm. took too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we swung way to the wrong to the side, side for a yeah. little bit. And then we done, we done came, came back, back to, to the middle. middle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I definitely went through a period of time where I was zero tolerance. Just be crying. Uh, yeah. And then, now I got to cut you. Yeah. Shot me in my pinky toe. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely will say I did that pendulum swing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Went from way over the top, like sensitive and everything, and then went to the like, oh no, I don't care. You could even breathe wrong. And I'm like, <laughs> why are you chewing like that? Like, why are you being stupid over it? You know, I mean, like, why, yes. is it, why your feet look like that? Yeah. Just like <laughs> completely went to the other side. My, wow. like, my mom like, always <laughs> tells this story that she knew that I was a thug in my spirit when she heard me cussing somebody out in her shop oh wow meanwhile it's it's it wasn't no people in the shop it was just workers still in the shop but she heard me read this person fulfilled she said i've never been so proud so (laughs) disrespected and so embarrassed in my life and you weren't even talking to me wow she's like you annihilate people she's like please don't ever get there again that is just not a place I said they shouldn't have took me there. Yeah, mm-hmm. people don't realize. I couldn't stop myself I from going. They don't be realizing. Yeah, I, I like that meme say on Facebook. I was a thug before I was a healer. Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I do. I embrace my dark and my light, my shadow work and my healer. Yes, <laughs> all of it. See, I, I, I have to. I, I can't allow my. Cause see, child, no, it can get bad. It, it can it be can. real bad. It can be bad, so well, I try to I try to embrace this side of me. You no, know, you do, but I'm saying like you can't ignore it. Yeah, I know what that. you mean, though. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. That's but that's true. probably why we all had the same type of therapy style. Yeah, that we use yeah that rational emotive behavior therapy, oh, yeah. reality yeah. therapy. Them are top yeah ones that we kind of go to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. Man. So we then digressed. We did. It's okay. But it it's all okay. makes sense. They like it's all yeah. relevant. relevant. Uh, let's see what else is going on in this moment here. We're getting ready to go into the acting scene. Mm. Oh, that's right. Because she's uh, saying that I could have made your film better. Yeah. And he calls her jealous. Mm. And she's like. Till she proved it. She said, no, it's more than that. The, this this part right here reminded me. I don't know if y'all. Because I just saw it yesterday. It was a, a interview that I think Venus Williams was doing. When she was younger and the man asked him, asked her if she was going to win. And she was like, yeah, I'm going to win. And he was like, you're confident. She said, yes. Oh, and the daddy came and in? And the daddy, yes. Yes. This, that's what that reminded me mm-hmm. of. Because he was like, you're jealous. No, I just know my story. This is yes. my life. She knows her ability. Mm-hmm. And when I say she scared me, because I was like, 
please let this be a monologue. This is what I'm saying in my head as mm. it's unfolding. I'm like, please let this be a monologue. Yeah, the first time I saw it, I was like, oh, she, she done, done went off the deep end. <laughs> she done came in there. She had that spooky walk. She done become unhinged because right before this, she went and looked in the cabinet to see mm-hmm. if her medication was there because she has not been taking her. Um, they didn't actually say, say what yeah. she had, but I'm assuming it's probably depression, anxiety. She well, might, and he said that he she had been taking antidepressants because yeah. that's why she couldn't have sex for a half a year. Or yeah, something. but we didn't mm-hmm. know like her yeah. specific diagnosis. But yeah. she looked in the medicine cabinet. And obviously, she ain't been taking it. She she fine technically, but when she walked out there, she had a knife. I, I said, because wait, she got into full character, the hair, because mm-hmm. now the Crazy. hair is, is messy. All over. Mm-hmm. And she went and put that robe on, you know, that like that, that attic robe. <laughs> <laughs> she went and put that robe on. Every movie. I was okay. like, when I first saw Lady I was like, the blues. she get like ready that. to relapse. Uh-huh. <laughs> I said, oh man, she done went off the deep end. Mm-hmm. I said, he finally did it. Yep. He pushed her. And when you saw that black man fear, oh, <laughs> she about to stab me. Like, she, he was backing up, but he was trying not to move me at the same time. Was like, let me cover all my, my good organs. Like, okay. it was hilarious. It yeah. wasn't hilarious watching it, but how did I play it back in my head? Right. It was yeah. hilarious. Yeah. He did some good facial acting in this he moment did. right here, I too. Said, better come on, John David. Mm-hmm. He did some really good facial acting. And baby, when she said, and that's. Why would have made your film authenticity? Mm-hmm. He talking about well, why you didn't do that then? In the audition? Why you didn't do that in an audition then? <laughs> I was like, fool. like Lord have mercy, but she did that. But yeah. the thing is, in that same setting, his apologies ended up being wrapped up in his excuses to be great, hmm. to not be great. Mm-hmm. Oh man, you know what we skipped over? What? Um, before the knife scene. They were, he was sitting outside and they were arguing back and forth and she screamed, I hate you. Oh, yeah. mm. that was so funny to yeah. me. And then he screamed it back at her and, and then they just, just went, ah! <laughs> that was hilarious. Yes, because that's when she went to the cabinet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And that's when he started playing that song, We Don't Have Time to Waste. Yeah, that's the good song. That's the good song. Yeah, please go look. I got to find that song. Yeah, and tell y'all who uh, did it. When I went and listened to um, that song, I was like, "Mm." because in the word, the lyrics in that song, they're saying, um, "Tell me what, tell me what you want me to hear," Hmm. because we don't have time to waste. Mm. Um, and I was like, "Mm, mm "Mm-hmm." They do. Because I think he was laying on the floor. Like when she went in mm-hmm. after they said, I hate you. Mm-hmm. Then he went in and laid on the floor. Yeah. Um, And I was like, it's, that was a good musical choice right there, too. I think it's called Wasted. And it's by Namade. Mm-hmm. Namadi. N-N-A-M-D-I. Mm-hmm. But the song is bomb, y'all. It really is. It's bomb. I was like, mm-mm-mm. If we had the rights to play music, we I would definitely play a little piece of it for y'all. Mm-hmm. But I ain't going to go that far, you know. We could do 10 seconds, but I ain't going to do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, that was really good. And then I, the thing I was telling uh, when I was watching it with my uh, spouse, I was like, sometimes you get to that point. You still love the person, but like in that in this moment... <laughs> like in this moment i really do hate you it's the like, and, song i hate you so much right now yeah <laughs> emphasis asterisk on right now because mm-hmm. i don't hate you in a general sense but like right in this second yeah. oh yeah no genuinely i hate you yeah. like 
You have brought something out of me that I don't want to be there. You are not addressing and acknowledging anything that I'm feeling Mm -hmm. at all. Yep. And, you know, you're making me question so much about myself. You're making me question stuff about our relationship. And I hate you. It's a lot to be, to get to that level. It's, um, luckily for them, they work through it. But Mm -hmm. in most situations, it don't end very well for people because it's like, you can't continue to exist with each other in a broken place like that. Right. That's, I think that's a part of why here in our, uh, at balance speaking, we have, our couples to also do individual therapy mm-hmm. and they be mad at us. And mm-hmm. I'd be like, well, don't come here. Right. Because you can't, you can't do couples therapy without doing individual therapy because a lot of the individual stuff that, that you have going on is what's coming into the marriage. That is mm-hmm. our belief. Yes. That is how we operate here in this private practice. Yes. Right. You can go somewhere else and they can do whatever they want to do to you. Right. But here, and that doesn't make it wrong either. No. That's just our style. Yeah. yeah. Agreed. Uh, so in this scene, after the, the knife scene again, <laughs> they're talking about, um, She's trying to re-explain to him again why the topless scene Mm -hmm. in his movie was unnecessary. That, you know, it took away from the film and showed, like, you're a misogynist. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, she was trying to explain to him, like, you you don't apologize. Like, you take things too far. Um and what you, if factor? Yeah, the what if factor. You don't see things from a female perspective. Like you're just stuck in your own way of thinking and how you view the world and you, uh, you're you a narcissist. And that's how you treat our relationship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She goes into depth about how him breaking her down and comparing her to the women in his uh, past mm-hmm. relationships, how that made her feel. And there's a lack of wonder. Now, there are things that I will do to you and I'll think of them it won't be about us it'll be about them it's like you didn't take the opportunity in this situation to think how can I be better it's about how can I make her hurt on the same level that I'm hurting because I'm Mm -hmm. refusing to deal with it and that in turns is how you create insecurities yeah because now I'm I'm insecure about whether or not because she said something about um him being attracted to this I can't remember what she's saying. Basically she talked being skinny. About, she talked about um, a big butt. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. she knows his type. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. she is not his type, technically. The way she described it, it sounds like he likes voluptuous women. Mm. And she said she was a green bean or a string bean or something like yeah, that. Yeah, mm-hmm. something about a skinny. I, I don't remember which one she used. Um, but yeah, that she visual physically, at least body type wise, is the opposite of what he likes. Mm-hmm. Now, facially, who knows? Um, yeah, I, I thought there was a lot going on here. Um, this was their only, only healthy conversation. Mm-hmm. Unless it was the jokey parts. Mm-hmm. The jokey part's fine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But this was their only, from here to mm-hmm. the end, was the only healthy conversations that they had the whole movie. And a part of it, I think, is because he actually didn't talk. He listened. He did. Yeah. When he, oh, yeah. When it, when he started tearing up, mm-hmm. I said, "Don't you do me?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because she 
talked about how he never asked how he can be a better partner. Mm-hmm. You just assume, which is what he pretty much does the whole film. Yeah. Like you just assume that I'm going to be there. You like you had no doubt about anything today. Yeah. Marie represents the lost partner in a relationship. Mm-hmm. When somebody decides to take uh, the back burner, become the back burner in a relationship to allow the other person to truly fly and soar. And sometimes that person that's flying and soaring forgets that they left somebody on the ground. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that that person took the back burner to get you there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that I, because I, we all are entrepreneurs and we're constantly starting something new, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I often ask my fiance, you know, how are you feeling in the relationship? Are you happy? How, you know, how are things going for you in the relationship? Because, you know, because he's talented too. He's very creative. But it takes a special type of person to date an entrepreneur. Exactly. Mm -hmm. That's why I'm single right now. (laughs) (laughs) But I also try, and I, because I actually just told him this yesterday, that I don't want him supporting me as much as he is supporting me to make him lose what he wants to do Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so I told him I was like okay after we get married in March when we get back I need you to choose one of the whatever thing you want to create I need you to choose one so we can focus on that Mm -hmm. and we can get that going because if you Cause both, yeah. Cause both I'm, I, we always thinking, okay, let, yeah, let's do. We can do this. Mm-hmm. All right, let's do it. Cause I'm telling you, any any dude to come into this triangle, mm-hmm. you gotta be prepared to like be okay with yeah. woman bosses. Cause that's mm-hmm. what we, that's what we are. We got what two other things in the works. So it's just like yeah, constantly yeah. going. Yeah. yeah. And we can't forget about our significant others because no. at the end of the mm-hmm. day, yes, this these things will bring us income and financial stability, but they're not going to cuddle us at night. Right. No, we like y'all cut. Well, Future Bay <laughs> included. <laughs> we like y'all cuddles. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Mm. That's why some, for some of my clients, we work on um, that whole idea of I don't need a man. Like oh. really getting that out of their mm-hmm. repertoire. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, or let me say significant other. But for the most part, most of my clients are uh, heterosexual women. Um, but that whole idea of I don't need anybody. And it's like, no, you do. You you do need a man. The things you need him for may be different than what, mm-hmm. you know, your mama needed a man for yeah. or your great grandma or whatnot. But you do need someone to be there there are certain things that a partner can give you that your friends and your family cannot. Yeah. yeah Cause that support of a partner can give you, give you so much energy that it's like healing yeah. bond. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know that this part of the movie speaks to that. It speaks to, um, the vulnerability. It speaks yeah. to the living open and being in a, uh, a raw and emotionally raw situation and doing that with care instead of, annihilating each other instead of poking fun or um not truly being supportive and it's sad (laughs) that we only get these last brief minutes of Mm -hmm. what that actually looks like for them but when you do see it it is a beautiful thing yeah Yeah. i felt sad and hopeful and sad Mm -hmm. um in these last few minutes Mm -hmm. of the film um i felt i don't know what exactly for the marie character 
when she kind of said like i know this is the best you're gonna be mm. oh man like yeah, i know that, like you, it's not gonna get better what yeah. you showed me tonight that's yeah. it i know that you, yeah that part when she said you said that you can break me like a twig i was like that girl yeah it's because it goes back to like why would you want to right mm-hmm. you know i i do i do appreciate him discussing briefly you know what she does mean to him and how she how he feels about her because you haven't really heard the positives that she bring to the Mm -hmm. table from his mouth right Mm -hmm. and so it was good to see that and to see him emoting and being emotionally expressed now that does not mean that as a man you got to be out here crying and boohooing that's not what we saying but if you do but you you it's emote okay. from whatever your emotions are telling you to do. You're not holding it back. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I I felt hurt, I believe, for her when she started giving what he could have said for his, for his thank yeah. you to her. Oh, yeah. Ooh, that was... It that was so was, good, but mm, it was so mm-hmm. heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because... It showed the breath. It it goes back to like you were just saying a moment ago, uh, Dr. Wall, about the person that takes the back burner. Mm-hmm. Like you didn't even thank me for picking your suit out. Right. Yeah. Like you couldn't even get dressed without me. Mm-hmm. She tied it back to that dang mac and cheese too. Mm-hmm. And I fixed <laughs> your ungrateful behind mac and cheese after you didn't thank me for nothing. And even the part when she said I was the one who read the scripts. Mm hmm. I read it a hundred times. She revised all of them. Right. And I made notes on your, on your scripts. Mm-hmm. I made your coffee. Cause I'm the only one that keeps it real with you. And I got I, the movers ready for us to move here. She and, did I, and I was, re- I was the one who went to the, to the, uh, um, shooting of the scenes. Yeah. So Every she time. wasn't sitting back. It wasn't, I'm riding your coattails. Right. This is, goes back to what I was saying at the beginning is that, yeah, she is a kept woman, but she's bringing, everything when when you say you need to help me you better be mindful of what you really mean by that because you'll get it and you won't be prepared for it right mm-hmm. like you didn't even thank me for being an addict the only reason you have <laughs> girl, this film when she said that part i was like you didn't girl, thank me for getting clean y- <sighs> i'm the reason you have this film all that mess you was talking in the bathroom about these other women that was to hurt me but really and truly this is our story mm-hmm. and you wouldn't have been able to make this film had I not been that woman and you didn't even acknowledge that mm-hmm. you thanked everybody else but you couldn't think of the fact that first of all I'm the woman that you lay beside every day mm-hmm. and you couldn't think of nothing to say thank you for to me even if it was just the fact that I got your coffee you couldn't thank me. Nope. You forgot? Mm-hmm. What mother m- boy? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that this is at this point in the film that he finally the um, light bulb mm-hmm. he the light bulb comes on. He don't he's not really too communicative in this moment. He says like, like a few things. Um but mostly it's him standing there taking it, crying. Um not in not in an emasculating type of way or anything like that. It's just like him standing in his truth. But like I said earlier, how she went and took the bath or the shower earlier, this is also when he takes his mask off. He takes his clothes off mm-hmm. at this point in the scene and they staring at each other through these mirrored images, you know, kind of like a, 
a certain workshop coming up called Mirrored Souls, you know, ironically. Yeah. <laughs> Put um, the plug in. <laughs> <laughs> but you, they're seeing each other clearly mm-hmm. for the first time. It's nothing being said. They're just watching each other. So I, I can appreciate what the director did because it's, it's these quiet moments that, Lord, we needed by this point of the movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. So then they get in the bed mm-hmm. and this is where you can tell he really thought about it because unprompted and then when, when a person wants an apology this is what they want mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The, i don't want to have to tell you to tell me you're sorry mm-hmm. i want when we had all this hoopla when i lay down in the bed and i'm i'm still feeling some kind of way mm-hmm. but without any necessary coaching you apologize and no requiring me to give anything back right she did say thank you. She appreciated thank you some. She said, she said you're welcome. Yeah. After he said thank you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's what like literally and ain't no telling how much time or hours have passed <laughs> in the movie. But it's like one in the morning, I think, when they get home. So I'm, we're assuming at least two, three, maybe four hours have passed mm-hmm. amongst them doing this. So out of all that. Four-hour argument. <laughs> yeah. And that's the first time you can breathe. Mm-hmm. The first time that they can breathe, actually. You know, it's short-lived. But mm-hmm. uh, it's kind of short-lived, let me rephrase that. But you can appreciate the resolution. And that, to me, that goes not to this level, clients or interns. But it goes to show that sometimes you are going to have to stick it out and to get to your storm. resolution. Yeah, it's not always going to be pretty. We too many times we had this um, fairy tale view of what love looked like, and that goes to men and women because they will definitely think of the Susie Homemaker mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. trope. Ain't nobody A out Stepford. here. Yeah, mm-hmm. Stepford. Yeah, Stepford. You ready? You were freaking the sheets. You gonna get in there and cook a full three course meal every day? I don't know who said <laughs> this. Um, I was watching something on YouTube, and I apologize for not having the person's information, but they said. If you want a step for wife, are you a step for husband? Mm-hmm. Are you out here working from sunup to sundown? Are you providing every single thing that this person needs? Not just the money, the no. the status. Are you providing the emotional safety? Are you providing all these different things? Because that's people forget that. Yeah, we, they grew up as not as emotionally expressive or the silent generation or whatever. But that type of relationship is something totally different than what that looks like now mm-hmm. and so if you really want that in your life then you need to be that type of dude or that type of woman or that whatever and i don't think people really realize that I, yeah i don't i don't even think it's a thing i know they don't <laughs> <laughs> because people expect things from other people that they're not even willing to willing to mm-hmm. give themselves so how are you going to expect that of me right it, it's just too much it, it don't make no sense I, i've had dudes tell me that they expect if they in a relationship with me, expect me to cook every night. I said, well, how are we going to do that? Because I don't get off until six. Are you going to chop the food up before I get there? Are you going to do all the grocery shopping? Because I work. I'm an entrepreneur of yes. three to four businesses right now. Right. You will be eating at 10 p.m. And if that's cool day. with you, then that's cool. Right. But also realize you better be giving me as good as I'm giving you. Right. Because right. I require a lot. Right. If you're going to require that much of me. Right. I ain't got no problem giving it. Tell me your order, but make sure you refilling, right? Just like I got to refill you, 
Right. And I think Absolutely. that's what people don't realize. They don't really want to put in that work that they saying that they want from somebody. And the thing is, is mm-hmm. it because a lot of people think it's just one area. I just mm-hmm. need to provide financially. No, 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 no. I need you. That's to like provide. the bare minimum. Exactly. That's the standard. <sighs> that's a low standard. But that's what I'm saying. Yeah. You know, yeah. Your standards are your bare minimum. Yeah. They're not your um, expectation. Right. right. You know, people got to realize, like, you, I think this is what you was about to say, Dr. Jones. You know, you got to provide financially. You got to mm-hmm. provide spiritually, emotionally, leadership. Don't tell, don't tell me you need me to be submissive, but you don't know how to lead. Right. Because you're not leading me into the hood. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm the, I don't that. live there now. And I have never. So I ain't nothing wrong with it if that's where you live. But I'm just saying, you're not. Yeah. It's it's. There's it's so reciprocity. Many. Yeah. There, well, like you said, there's so many extra things. Mm-hmm. It's not just one. And a lot of people do default to financial. Mm-hmm. They think that that's really what a quality partner is. A high value man. Oh, God. This whole thing about high value. Oh, God. It's Please. like that. If that's all you got, you ain't got a lot. Right. Because I'm like, that is, first of all, anybody can meet somebody that makes a lot of money. Mm-hmm. If you know how to maneuver in certain circles, that that's like the the most easiest thing. And it's it's the again bare minimum. Financial support is the bare minimum. Ninety nine percent of adults work. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not ninety nine. Okay, but you yeah, it's getting, you get the exa- it's a, a big percentage. You get the example. <laughs> yeah, most adults work. So again, like you're going to be providing financially regardless of whether I'm here. So why is that even the standard? Yeah. That's not to say that you don't need to, you know, but have see, a budget or protect right. your money. We're not saying that. Because we got to go back to our hierarchy of needs because you still yes. want to be able to be secure right. in that. But still, that's but a foundational need. But I also think y'all need. have to understand, too, that we, just like uh, some other women as well, I'm not saying we're the only three, but <laughs> <laughs> we, you have to differ, see that we see it from a different lens because mm-hmm. we make our own money. So you bring your money to me. That ain't doing nothing. I mean, I get what you're saying, but I know for me personally, I don't mind a more traditional role because I don't want to have to always be Dr. Wall. Y'all have heard me say that before. Yeah, yeah. And I think we all got that in us. I'm yeah. not saying, but if you are leading with your pocket, right. we going to have a problem because then it's like the alpha in you, is 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 igniting the alpha in me and now you're getting a different type of energy and if Mm -hmm. you want me to be soft and sweet and feminine and not my masculine energy eviscerate yours that's not how you're gonna get me well because it requires me to uh be an alpha in everything else right if you're only in an alpha in finances that part then i i have to be the decision because if the point is you're only bringing finances then I have to be the alpha in what we're going to eat, where we're going to go, where we're going to live, how the bills get paid, um, you know, how the children are going to be raised, the discipline, what our friend, our social circle is going to look like. Like, you know what I'm saying? What, you wearing. Wearing, what you're wearing, what I'm wearing, what they're wearing. Okay. Who's going to, um, whose family are we going to visit for the holidays? Like I have to be alpha in every other capacity. All so then I got to do is work. So then I lose my, what I feel like I'm losing my femininity. Mm-hmm. You won't allow me to be her. Mm-hmm. You killed her. Mm-hmm. So much. See, these are things that people don't realize when they get into relationships, which to throw it back to the movie is stuff that they would need a therapist to help them work through. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
you know, that there's so many dynamics happening between the two of them that they didn't realize uh, because it sounds like they were very young when they got together. Mm-hmm. I think They've she was 20. For a minute, yeah. And, but they don't really reference how old they are now. Mm-hmm. Um, but it seems like they've been together for quite some time. And, you know, these are things that you would hope over the years that you're together that you start to understand and find a better balance with one another. But for some couples, it is going to take a, a intervention. Mm. You're going to need someone outside of your system to help both of you see the error in what you're doing to each other mm-hmm. and to yourselves within that, that system. And then you have to understand also that not only do you all already have the toxicity of what's already going on, you don't stop aging. And like, I think I, we've said this on a different session before when you're in a relationship or even when you're, when you're single, we are always evolving Mm -hmm. and we change I'll say about every four and a half to maybe five years and so as you compile all of the stuff that's already there and then you're still changing you need a therapist to help y'all to decipher what these changes are what they look like individually and what they are going how they're going to affect the relationship Mm -hmm. in the future Mm -hmm. absolutely man Mm -hmm. well that was well we can't forget because uh-uh. we, we didn't say this part. So they go to bed oh, and yeah. then they wake up. But the only person that we see in this scene is Malcolm. And we're like, oh, Lord, where's Marie? You know, she mm-hmm. like to do the disappearing act. So at this point, I'm like, oh, she she done packed her stuff. She gone. <laughs> but we then find out that, no, she's literally probably overlooking. She's on top of a mountain overlooking whatever is below them or whatever but he runs through the house he's searching for calling her again Mm -hmm. this time i don't think she actually heard him because of the distance or whatever but he ends up walking up to her and that's that's how the movie ends yeah a cliffhanger literally (laughs) (laughs) i I like that (laughs) (laughs) but yeah i mean all in all i thought it was a beautiful film Mm -hmm. you know it definitely was you're either we're gonna love it or hate it um, but I thought it was great, you know, for what it was trying to deliver. Yeah. yeah. I think it executed that really well. Uh, if you are not a, I think if you're not really an artsy fartsy type of person or you don't like to introspect a lot or. Which means think. Yes. Uh, cause this movie is very meta. Yeah. <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, so if you don't like those types of um movies that are not there's no flash to it you know you mm-hmm. really got to sit and pay attention and think and and consider what's really going on in the dynamics and how things are playing out if you like a movie that's straightforward then this is not going to be the film for you yeah mm-hmm. yeah so. now something we've been considering is actually uh giving it a a rating at the end um so y'all kind of let us know if that's something that you want to do uh going forward we think it would be cool but if it's not something that y'all want to see we'll you know we'll leave it out you know Mm -hmm. and if y'all are interested in a rating um do you want like an overall rating of the film in general are there certain things that you guys would like us to rate you know like quality versus um how they resolve the issue, mm-hmm. you know, like kind of how the thing played out. Like there's certain things that you think that we mm-hmm. could break down even more, you know, let us know. Yeah. Cool. 
All right. Well, until next time. Must be this volume control. So, okay, interns, process your notes. Be sure to catch us next session and find us on all major platforms at The Recycled Podcast. If you're a new intern, be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and share. Thanks for listening. And remember, we are shifting and reshaping our psyche through healing conversations and connections, one discussion at a time.